Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild night. Greeting, traveler. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I'm your host, Nate Wolf. Joining me tonight, as always, two of my favorite people. Mike Lowe, how you doing tonight? Yo, what up? I heard we got a ladder invader tonight. I'm ready. <laughs> we do, we do. Hydra, welcome back. How are you? I'm doing really good. Uh, I'm, I'm stoked. We got a good show tonight. We've got a good guest. Um, if you're watching live, you'll notice that I just have my green background this time. My computer isn't being nice to me, so we we just got green. We don't have any crazy Dark Moon Fair roller coasters happening, Aww, but I'm still yeah. stoked. I know, I know. Happy that you're here. It's all good. Yeah, I got nerfed this week. <laughs> yeah, I got nerfed. <laughs> all right, you guys. Uh, I'm very excited tonight because joining us, we've got Wild Hearthstone streamer, Twitch partner, legendary player on multiple servers, invading tonight's show. It's Martian Boo. Welcome to the show. Yo. Hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing amazing. I'm excited to hang out with you guys, talk some Hearthstone. Yeah, me too. Thank you for coming on. It's great. It's great. Hey, so yeah, welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, welcome, man. One of the things that when we have guests on, one of the things that we typically do for those people who aren't familiar with you, they should be, but those those who aren't, <laughs> can you give us just a little introduction? You know, as much or as little as you're willing to share, but tell us about you. You know, how how long you've been playing Hearthstone, why you like wild format and that sort of thing. Mm. Uh, so I've been playing Hearthstone since, like, I haven't been playing since the beta, but I've been playing since Classic, so Nax coming out was exciting. Nice. Um, uh, I've been playing pretty consistently. I've had, like, little dips where I don't play as often, but pretty much at least a lot of the time throughout, uh, I've been playing Hearthstone. Uh, I am a nostalgic, uh, so, a little bit of Martian history. Uh, I've been playing card games since forever. Hearthstone is nowhere near my uh, first card game. Uh, first one was Pokemon TCG, actually. Um, I grew up playing that game and going to tournaments, and they didn't have a wild format, uh, at least not one that was supported in any way. So once things rotated out of their standard, they were gone for good. There was no way to, uh, there was no way to play with those cards again. Oh, wow, I did not know it was like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they came out with one a few years back. They have an, what they call expanded now. Yeah, it's out uh, now, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, for me, uh, new sets would come out, and I would think of something old and be like, wow, that synergy is going to be really cool, and I'd want to build a deck around it. And then I'd be like, oh, wait, I can't build this deck. Like, that, mm. that format isn't supported. So, like, uh, Hearthstone having a wild format where I can use every card I've become attached to over the years is... Uh, especially fun for me because I get attached to cards and I want to try things out with everything that I've ever used before. Uh, I do like standard, but I uh, mostly like wild and it's because I just get attached to cards. Nice. Hey, what posters do you have behind you? I see a Gengar Mimikyu. <laughs> oh, okay, so uh, the Gengar Mimikyu one here, that's for getting first place at Elite Cup in um, in Pokemon. That one was like 
the day two if you didn't do well at a regionals league cup so there were like 100 people in my division wow that's awesome though there. nice yeah it was uh it was pretty exciting and this one uh that one was 2019 this one here i think was 2015 i forget but it's top four at um uh regionals which is like a thousand people in my division uh, I think I got third that time, but third or fourth. That's uh, impressive. Dude. Yeah, no, I, I've only played Pokemon competitively once, and it was a small like league thing where there was, uh, we had 20 or 30 people, I think. In that game, you can say league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can't say it. We can't say it on our show. We'll get revoked. Uh, <laughs> nice that, that's impressive though coming in third out of like a thousand people that's crazy dude yeah it was pretty fun bro uh this is just majin Buu, uh for whom i take my name uh this is a um that's like scourge war which was the um it was a wow tcg expansion uh play map modeled after that you can see the lich king and Tyrion on it and then this one is just all the DBZ characters that were around at the time of the printing of that map. Okay. That's pretty cool. Speaking of your namesake, that's the other, like the other question that we have to always ask people. And sometimes there's a crazy story and sometimes there's not, but how did you come up with your name? So my real name is Marshall. Uh, oh. My buddy likes to give us all superhero or like used to, this was like 15 years ago. I don't know. I used to like to give us all superhero themed nicknames and the best he could come up with for me was Martian in honor of Martian Manhunter. Uh, oh, respect, I, man. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. Uh, when I started streaming in April, um, I didn't want it like my old uh, Twitch handle was CCG underscore Martian. And I just thought that that was clunky. So I wanted to like come up with something new and I couldn't just have Martian because Martian's fairly common. Somebody else has that. Yeah. Uh, so I like Dragon Ball Z. Martian sounds vaguely like Majin. So Martian boo. Mm-hmm. Very clever. Okay. Very clever. I like that. You just made mine sound bad. Oh, I'm just a hydralisk. I'm just that a hydralisk. Literally my favorite StarCraft unit. Is <laughs> yes. <Hydralisk. So>. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's awesome. Nice. It's okay. Me and Mike are in the same boat. Like, uh, I just use my name. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's cool? You know what's cool? Um, so I did have a different username before, but I got so much like flack for it. I changed it just to my, to my name. Yours so was Dragon Ball related it, too, right? Yeah, because I used to play the card game um, back like 2002, long time ago. Um, and living in New Hampshire, there's not a lot of brothers around, so. Every city, everywhere has card shops, you know? So in this particular card shop, me being the only brother playing Dragon Ball Z, the deck I played was Goku. So they gave me the nickname Blackerot based off of Kakarot. Uh. So like, I used to play a lot of Dragon Ball Z myself. So like Martian, this isn't my first card game either. You know, we, we all come from different card games, backgrounds. But, but yeah. enough people gave you heck, you had to change it? Yeah, I just, yeah, I just changed it to Mike. Mike and Nate. That's what we are. Yo, it's it's easy. <laughs> I'll say that. Uh, but it's yeah. All right. So with the the fact that you have the trading card game, the Warcraft trading card game picture you were just talking about, did you actually play that game? I did. I loved it. I'm sad it's dead. You know mm. what, man? I was in. This was before COVID hit. 
but I was in a, I went to a Goodwill store. We were looking, my wife was looking for whatever it was and we were in there and I kind of meandered over to the toy section and there was a freaking whole box of like wow TCG cards and I did not buy them and I totally should have because like even just for the artwork, uh, you know, it would have been like 10 bucks or something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I regret it to this day. And, uh, you know, I mean, nobody plays, but like it would have been, there's such a collector item. And then later, right, I am looking for artwork or something for the show. Go online and I'm looking at WoW TCG cards. I know they had a specific expansion for Dark Moon Fair. And the freaking cards are selling for like $100 for this one, $500 for this one. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> I have a fun WoW TCG story. Oh, please okay. share. Yeah. So there's a card called Spectral Tiger. Um, in the WoW TCG, there are all these cards that like you can scratch off like you could with a lottery ticket. You can scratch off to reveal the code and then go to actually World of Warcraft, type in that code, and get something you can use in that game. Uh, when I was in high school, one of my buddies uh, pulled this card and scratched it off because he didn't know. He scratched it off and uh, put it in game. That thing was worth over a thousand dollars unscratched. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. oh the poor guy! Uh, I, uh, me and my other friend, uh, pulled a reprint of it a few years later, um, and uh, that thing was worth like seven hundred dollars. We sold it on eBay and split it up. But, wow! Uh, but man, like, feels bad. He does have like one of the swaggiest in-game items like hmm. most OG in World of Warcraft because of it, but 1500 would have gone a long way back then. Oh, oh my boy. goodness. Of yeah. course it would now. But. Yeah. We have this conversation a-, a lot with people, but I feel like because you have a TCG background, particularly Pokemon, I feel like I can bring it up here again. A lot of times people complain about Hearthstone being expensive. And like, dude, I built one competitive Pokemon deck and it was like 300 bucks and that wasn't even anything super crazy. And so I think, you know, for less than that, I could get an entire set of Hearthstone and play any deck that I want. Right. Uh, Or at least for this, for for an expansion. And so uh, what is your, what is your take on that? I'm sure you've got decks that are probably more expensive (laughs) than that. (laughs) Hearthstone is very cheap for a card game, but it is extremely expensive for a video game. And it is both of those things. That's yeah. a good take. I like that. Yeah, so you you play uh, not just on North America's, you play on EU and Asia as well, correct? Yeah, I have a free-to-play account on both of the other servers, uh, so EU and Asia, that I started recently. Nice, nice. How's that going for you? It's uh, it's going pretty good. So like, I do this thing for the first three weeks of the month where I like let viewers dictate what decks I play. So um, I'm not always playing the best things in the meta, um, on that server. So I like, oh, leading into the the last week of the month where I I start playing just whatever I want to play, whatever I think is the best. I'll be at like two thousand legend, and then uh, I climb up to like somewhere in the two hundreds usually. Uh, but I don't play, uh, I don't play, you know, meme and viewer decks on my Asia and EU accounts. So they just get to like park in top 10. So it's kind of cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So two things, I was watching a stream of yours. This is probably a couple months ago at this point, but I remember, um, 
you this must have been right after you started i think it was a free to play on asia maybe i don't know you're playing pirate warrior oh that was my asia one and i remember watching you and it was like some games you know you you smork and you you win and some some games you just get wrecked and i will say that you are a man of like infinite patience and i am so curious like how do you keep your cool because i get so tilted like i don't know maybe i'm just emotionally invested in the game but like I don't know, and I've hit I've hit Legend with Pirate Warrior, but like my goodness, someone slams down a, a Void Daddy, <laughs> and it's like computer flip, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so what I, is what is your secret? I think it's a few things. One, I've been getting wrecked by you know random top decks for twenty years now, so <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> um, the other thing is like for every time my opponent top decks you know, whatever they need for the situation, I've top decked whatever I need for the situation. So, like, it it does feel bad when you're on the receiving end, but, like, getting unlucky or getting lucky is just part of the game. And I play enough to where, like, any one game isn't that important to me. So if, like, um, as long as I can get away from that game and get into the next one, I'm I'm just I'm about the next game already. I like mm-hmm. all right. Well, they got lucky. So on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and usually, in most of my games, my opponent doesn't get like hyper lucky and destroy me out of nowhere. It's just something that happens sometimes. Um, so yeah, I just keep charging forth. That's a really good attitude to have. I when it comes to that question that Nate just spoke of, for some reason, for myself, I actually only get tilted if I'm playing on NA. It sounds really funny <laughs> because that's the account that I pay for. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm. it's the one that I've spent money on, the one that I've had forever. And like you, Martian, I, I have the other accounts. But they're, they're free to play. And if I'm doing well on them, it's a bonus. Mm. Like, I'm like, sweet. And if I, if I get rolled, I, for some reason, it doesn't seem to bother me. I don't know why. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm. But I lose... I don't know. I didn't spend any money, so whatever. <laughs> it, it, it's it's a weird frame of mind, but for some reason, that's how I work. Yeah, like, I've paid to win. How come I'm not winning? You're like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, I spent money. I, sh- I thought this would be an easy win. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm getting stopped. It's free to play. I can accept that. Well, I yeah. I mean, what about? <laughs> I thought you you know we all know Hydra's got all these golden cards, right? And I think. Aren't you supposed mm-hmm. to have a higher win rate with golden cards? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's science right there. It's it's the dumbest frame of mind, but I like <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, if you're free to play and somebody beats you, you just shrug your shoulders and you're like, oh, they must have bought those cards. That they must have bought them. <laughs> exactly. That's all it is. That's all it is. You like, nailed it, Mike. They paid for those. That's why they won. That's the running joke, right? What is the best? What is the best card in Hearthstone? Credit card? <laughs> oh dear! Some sick Hearthstone cards. Yeah, how much do you pay for those eleven stars? <laughs> see the characters if you throw anybody, they'll take it back. So, oh, I see, I see. Martian, are you? Are you? So you? You're like? Are you like have a pay account on NA and then free to play on the other servers? Is that how you do it? Right. So yeah. you base that's what Hydra does basically. I now also have a free to play account on NA as well. Uh, I kind of wanted to do some free to play again earlier this month, and I'd run out of other servers, um, so I, I started a brand new one. Uh, 
So I've done uh, the free to play on that new account now on NA and EU. Nice. Nice. I was I'm, talking I'm, to. It, yeah, sorry, go for it, Hydrate. Go for it. Oh no, no, it, it's really weird because he seems to have the same sort of thing that I do because I did that. Also, I think it's already been over a year, but I made another free-to-play NA just like you said you were doing. Just because it was whenever they introduced having the 50 levels before rank 20, or however it worked. Remember, you start off at rank 50, and you had to climb to get to rank 20, and then you could never fall behind. They introduced that, and I was like, I'm doing it. (laughs) I don't know why. I actually hate those ranks. I skip them after the first time. Like I've done four free to play runs now and I can't I can't do it. It's it's too awful down there. I just uh, did that the ones yeah. over there. The other accounts I have that didn't exist when I made those accounts, but mm. I asked Hyder the same question and I'll ask it to you. Do you think that it gives you a unique perspective uh when you've got like a I don't know I don't know what to call it, like a pay a paid account on one server? So you've got the perspective of someone who's got a good collection, uh, but then also a free-to-play uh, account on a different server. So you've got that different perspective of, well, maybe I've got to dust some cards to play the cards that I want, or maybe I need to save up my gold differently or something. Yeah, so for those accounts, I had one goal in mind, and it was to get to Legend with um, to get to Legend without paying any money on a brand new account. Um so I wasn't invested in the collections on the. I'd, I'd never planned on revisiting them after I went there the first time. I just kind of like like being able to um, uh, queue on those servers whenever I feel like it. Um, but uh, yeah, so like initially, the, what I've done with all of them is just like, all right, this is the deck I'm going to build, and if it doesn't uh, go in this deck, it's going to become dust. Um, and for the most part, that was fine, but like. When I went back uh, last month, I was like high on Kingsbane. So I, um, I wanted to play Kingsbane on all three servers. It wasn't that hard to make it on my Pirate Warrior server because there's a lot of crossover there. Mm-hmm. But uh, on the server where I had built Secret Mage, I didn't have any of the Kingsbane stuff. So I like, nice. had to do a bunch of extra like, free-to-play stuff over the course of like a week in order to craft that deck and destroy even more things. <laughs> so... Uh, I could definitely see like Hearthstone is free to play a couple of things. You know, like you you can free to play like a deck, and then if you're putting in enough time, you can probably build another one later. But it does feel very restrictive. So if it was my main account, um, I could imagine myself getting bored. But it's not. So I only play them when I'm feeling competitive. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you had mentioned, and I, I was reading about about it earlier. Like, so you play listener decks the first three weeks of the month, and then you try hard the last month, right? It's for ladder placement. Mm-hmm. Are you going for that eleven stars? Uh, I'll probably get it. Um, I think uh, I haven't not gotten it since I maybe didn't get it the first time um, after they implemented it, but I definitely I've never not gotten it since. Oh wow! Congrats. So I, Okay. Oh, thank you. Uh, We got a good player in the house tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My free-to-play accounts all have it. Now my standard on my main account has it. Um, I would be surprised if I didn't get it on my main account. Nice, dude. Okay, so as far as listener, uh, playing listener, or I'm sorry, I'm saying that wrong, viewer, like viewer request decks, what are some of the craziest decks that people ask you to play? 
I get all kinds. I get like people who don't know, don't really understand synergy. Like they just put in a bunch of their favorite stuff, which like I like all that type of like. What's been really fun for me about viewer decks because I had no intention of doing that when I started streaming. I just kind of fell into it. Like you get to know people through the types of decks that they built. You know, like some people just kind of like give me a pile of their favorite things. Um, some people give me decks that are designed to make me lose in a fantastic way. Um, I get like uh, 35 legendaries, Malkazar, uh, Reno Quest Mage uh, sometimes. Um, they're like all these interesting synergies and strategies that like aren't competitively effective that I don't think I would have known about if I didn't do these uh, viewer decks all the time. It's really cool. I like that it helps you get to know people. We we kind of saw it a little bit. We had Keith numbers on the show recently, and he he does something similar. And uh, I've been streaming lately on just on Saturday nights, like once a week or so, and kind of been doing the same thing. And it's su- it's super fun. I, I it kind of felt like, at least for me personally, that playing ranked Hearthstone, like I try hard when I'm trying to hit legend, no problem. Okay, and then we get there, and it's like, all right, well, I don't want to play reno priest the rest of the month like i want to have fun and i started getting frustrated trying to play meta decks and i kind of was like hey chat what do you want me to play i'll play anything i've got the cards like give me a give me a list and started playing like evolve shaman and reno shutterwalk shaman and all you know all kinds of crazy stuff and i had more fun doing that than i've had in ages and so i think there's something there you know what uh the experience of getting to legend has been ruined for me with the new uh the new way that they do it before uh before they changed it uh last year at the beginning uh my like hearthstone experience was get to legend and standard get to legend and wild and then i'd like go play another game and if i was gonna play i do like what you're saying where i just goof off and play whatever silliness because i'd already achieved my goal it took mm-hmm. me like you know a couple of weeks uh like a week or two on the latter to get to um, legend in both formats. And so like, that was my competitive section. And then like, I'm not trying to get top 10 or anything uh, in legend, or at least I used to not be that way. Cause it took me so much of the month to even get there. Mm-hmm. But uh, then you have, you can't lose ranks there. So it was like free license to do whatever I want um, because I get to legend so fast under the new system. It's not like, you know, it's not like getting to legend is fun. It's just kind of a tax I have to do at the beginning. Right, um, right. The two stars uh, has got to make it a lot easier. Oh yeah, like that's kind of what like makes me want to do those things. But like, so like, I only ever started tryharding when the, in this new system where I'm like already in legend, basically after the first or second day. Um, but like, that's the fun of the the free to play accounts is like you have this long period of time that you have to get to legend because there's no star bonus. Mm-hmm. I miss those days. Yeah. Oh man. I, I yeah. That. It's interesting. I mean, as I've been playing for a long time, like you, since about Nax Ramus, I think, and I hit Legend years ago, like before the ladder change. And dude, mm-hmm. that was a chore. No bonus stars, and it was five stars per rank instead of three, and all the stuff. Like, oh man, those were no those ranked were, floors. No ranked floors. Oh, that was no painful. Getting I did like the ranked floors. That, that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, getting reset to rank sixteen was was the brutal, brutal one. And I remember, like, if you're at sixteen and you in a certain amount of stars, I think you needed like a win or two wins, and you would go to fifteen. 
after they put in the the ranked floor but if you lost you went down you're like oh no i didn't get to the stupid rank 15 floor when they put that in (laughs) because you could really screw that one up yep Mm -hmm. my (laughs) anxiety was really brutal before go ahead russian sure my ladder anxiety went away completely as soon as they added the rank floors like i don't need it i didn't need it to catch me but like i was never stressed out after they added them because i knew i could only lose so much rank so that gives you the opportunity to kind of sit on the rank floor and experiment with whatever you want to do to keep moving forward but also you don't have to feel like uh if i'm not playing like the best thing ever i'm i'm not gonna like there is something there to catch me you know like i can only lose so much uh so much of my progress. So it's less stressful. Yeah. I think that's something I used to struggle with it quite a bit. I, I know we've got some uh, viewers and listeners that struggle with that. Do you have any um, words of wisdom in regards to ladder anxiety? Um, like for me, it, it really depends on what your goal is. So like if you're trying to get to legend, it's about, you know, you have to, not every homebrew is legend viable. You know, like you have to play something that's somewhat competitive. Uh, I recently got a, I recently got to legend on the free to play account. Uh, that was with wild Librum pure paladin. And Holy like it had, <laughs> it had some really hard loss matchups. Yeah. Like priest mm-hmm. felt impossible. Um, but like you balance that with time, you know, like it, mm-hmm. it takes less time to get to legend with like secret mage than it does with, you know, Murloc Shaman, uh, because you're, it's a slightly more viable deck. So like you have to balance how much time am I willing to put into this goal? And if it's not a lot of time, then you have to go with something hyper competitive, learn it really well, never play when you're tilted. And, uh, like when you, when you've had a bad, when you've had a bad experience, just take a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. I, I, hey, real, real quick yeah, question. Yeah, no, what yeah, was the name ahead. of that deck? Name that, name that deck one more time. Uh, it was a uh, pure Libra Paladin. I love hearing that. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead I, love Nate. I love it. Yeah, no, I think managing tilt is one of the most important things, right? Like it feels bad when you lose. And especially mm-hmm. in a game that's heavily RNG based, uh, you know, it's very yeah. easy, you know, to see or experience your opponent top decking the perfect answer and mm-hmm. you don't. And, but I think that, if you were to go back and look at stats later, like you, we were talking and I don't know if this was a, before we went on air or not, but that there are just as many games where you top deck the perfect answer and your opponent's probably raging on the other side, right? Where yeah. it's, it's, it's good to keep that in mind. There is one mistake that I think a lot of people make. And I used to make personally, which is switching decks. So mm-hmm. like, oh. yep. if you, if you're playing something that's like tier one or tier two, it's a good deck for ladder and switching is not going to carry you. You just have to eat a couple of, like if you're on a five loss streak, that doesn't necessarily mean that's a too low of a sample size to say that it's the deck's problem. Yeah. Like it, sometimes your opponents will get lucky five times in a row. Uh, if you're playing like a decent secret mage list, you're going to get to legend as long as you're you know, making good choices and playing enough um, mm-hmm. and switching to another deck isn't going to like hard carry you. You know, you want to learn the ins and outs and the nuances. Um, I know that people don't like to hear that Secret Mage has nuances, but every deck has nuances. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, no, you're right. Please, please speak on that because people don't like to hear it. But at the end of the day, when you're trying to get better, we have to put the sarcasm to the side for just one second. So I like that you said that. Thank you. Yeah. So like 
the deck that I, that I brought for you guys today, I was playing that recently. It's like a very aggressive deck. And people like to talk about aggro noobs, right? Like, I misplay with that aggro deck more than I misplay with anything else. And it's because uh, because it's going all face, I kind of check out and just, like, think about chat and stuff like that. And they're, like, these... There might be less decisions to make, but the decisions you make are super important. I throw mm -hmm. games constantly with the aggro deck because I'm in the mentality, like, oh, these all go face. <laughs> I don't have to worry about it. And then I miss something that I needed to do mm -hmm. that was, like, alternate to that, and I lose the game because of it. Like, it... The more you play with the same deck, the more you know it, and the better you're going to do with it. So, like, if you haven't played a game, like, if you hear that Secret Mage or Raza Priest or Dark Lair Warlock is the best deck in the meta, and you've played less than five games with it, and you've lost all five of those games, you know? It's you're you. Probably, yeah, well, you just <laughs> yeah. haven't gotten used to it yet. Like, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you got to play at least, like, 50 games before, like, you start to see, like, the little lines, you know? Mm -hmm. like, I agree. I yeah, think you have a good point there because I, uh, so I think the example that I think of for me personally is like, okay, my favorite deck of all time is Q-Block. It's seen a lot of different variations over time. I think currently right now it's probably sitting somewhere in tier three, right? But like you can hit legend with it. And, and I think there's so many intricacies to some of these decks that like, if you play it you know hundreds of games in this you know it inside and out you know the matchups you know the card interactions like you can take a deck that's not as well placed in the meta and still do well with it because you know it so well and and mm -hmm. i agree i mean i just think it takes um hundreds of games it's i watched for example i watched someone like Sli uh slizzle right you take an odd rogue deck and pilot it to legend easy peasy and then i i will play it like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing with this. And I just throw games left and right. And I, oh, this deck is, is awful. Why does everyone think it's so good? Uh, it's me. Yeah. So that, that exact same thing happened to me with odd rogue. I had like a, a winning percentage, but I played the thing. I like it not as successful as some others. And then I watched trips play the deck and I'm watching him play. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, that's why I suck. Gotcha. Let's let, let's do what Trips does, <laughs> and, and and learn how the deck actually is supposed to be played. Because yes, no, it's not always just point something face. Yeah, yeah. All right, you guys. Do you have any other questions for Martian before we sort of get into the meat of the show? Yeah, I do. Are you excited for the rest of the episode? <laughs> oh, I'm so excited! <laughs> right on. I like it. <laughs> Okay. All right, you guys. Uh, before we get too far into the main part of the show, I want to take a quick second out to say thank you very much to the patrons of our show. First off, a gigantic shout out to Shokunin, who's the executive producer of our show. Uh, thank you so much for your support. It, it means the world to us. And also a big shout out to our patrons. So I've got Adam W., Claudette G., Daniel B., Justin M., and our good friends Wildcard and Armorn, thank you guys so so very much. Uh, we really appreciate your your help and support. Uh, if anybody is that's watching or listening is interested in supporting the show financially, you can visit our website at borntobewildhs.com. Click the Find Us page, and there's a link to our Patreon. Every little bit helps, even if it's a dollar a month. Uh, alternatively, you can support the show by purchasing any of the Born to Be Wild merchandise. Uh, again, if you visit the website, there's a merch page, and we've got all different sizes, colors, shapes of shirts, hoodies, hats, toques, you name it. Um, 
And also a big thank you to Wildcard and his wife who helped us set up the shop and have done a really awesome job. Um, something that I just learned today, actually, I thought this was kind of interesting. If it, And I don't want to belabor the point, uh, but if you're interested in supporting the show financially, um, mm-hmm. Patreon is, is the way to go where yes, uh, rather than like a Twitch sub or something, because the uh, Twitch subs, I, I Twitch or... Amazon or whoever owns it is uh, like they take 50% of uh, any of the profits. And so if you are looking to support the show in a financial way, Patreon is a much better way, at least for us. Um, I, no pressure at all. I, I don't want to, I don't want anyone to feel obligated, but if you are interested in supporting, that is one way to do it. If you are interested in supporting the show in a non-monetary way, there's a couple really, really simple, but super effective things that you can do primarily uh, like and subscribe to our videos on YouTube. A lot of people don't know, like uh, the bulk of our watches on YouTube are just people browsing. You click play and then you, you know, you watch it and, and go. Uh, but by hitting the subscribe button, it, it it triggers like YouTube algorithms that, you know, it's just a computer, right? Um, and, but it, it recognizes those things and it and it boosts us. Uh, the other thing is like go on uh, iTunes and leave a review. That'd be super cool too because it helps people find us. Anyways, that's that's it. I don't want to. Uh, I this part of the show always makes me uncomfortable because we really really appreciate the support, but I don't like asking for it. So I'll just I'll just leave it at that and, and move on. Uh, the other thing that we always do at the very beginning of our show that I really enjoy doing is shouting out new wild legends. Uh, and so we've got a couple tonight. Uh, at least at least one here. Let me see. So first up, uh, Hearthstone Dad, aka Sicknatos, on Twitter, who hit Wild Legend for the first time this month. Super awesome. And then one came in right before the show started. Who is I'm probably going to mispronounce this, but it's Janez. 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 Uh, after years of casual grinding, finally hit legend. Special thanks to Slizzle, Meaty, Blister Guy, and many others. Hit legend with a uh, wild version of Big Priest. And so to you guys, Janez and uh, Signatos here, congrats, you guys. It's super awesome. Uh, it's it's a gigantic accomplishment to hit legend for the first time. Uh, for me personally, I'll never forget. It was like, it was on Easter break. Final boss was on my iPad. No deck tracker, no nothing. Playing... Uh, breakfast paladin with uh (laughs) with pre-nerf call to arms and my my arms are like shaking and i'm holding the ipad and it was like it was such a big giant weight lifted off my chest not that like anybody should feel obligated to do it but it was a goal for such a long time and so i for me personally i feel like living vicariously through you guys like when i watch people do this for the first time and they're just so stoked um makes here's the question happy was your wife in the room and saw you jump up and dance around and yell Woo! like an idiot? Uh, no, but my kid was, and uh, <laughs> and then I like, I was up on the second floor and then I was yelling and screaming and hollering and then he was and then we both ran downstairs. It was great. It was just great. Oh yeah, I love how my wife gets to watch my reactions to game to games. The other day, I actually uh, it wasn't the other day. It was it was like a month or two ago. Last month, I think it was. I was I had like one more star to go and I lost and I like got up and I threw my toque <laughs> and I'm like Dang! <laughs> I stormed off to the bedroom. She's like, babe, did you lose? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I took a break. 
don't have those 11 stars. Oh my goodness. First time legend is really cool because uh, everyone's capable of legend. And the, once you've been there one time, that little voice in your, in the back of your mind, that's telling you, you can't do it. gets a little bit more silent. You know, like every time you do it, uh, the legend climb becomes easier just because you can't, uh, you can't doubt yourself as much anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That little voice gets a little bit more quiet, a little bit more quiet. Yeah. It's good stuff. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's move on to, sorry sorry to cut you off. We do have somebody who was left off the list. I don't want them to be left. Uh, his name is Don. Disruptor 108. He's also a patron. He's all, all access patron. So I want to shout him out. Um, Nate doesn't like to do this role, but I do. Um, we do appreciate the support. Not afraid to ask for it because we don't push for it. So the people who do support us, we just want to make sure that we direct you in an area where the funds and finances you do send our way can be used more efficiently and faster versus, you know, half your money going to Jeff Bezos, as we all talked about earlier. Um, so <laughs> the, the money you guys do send to us, <clears throat> it does help. We do appreciate it. We're not begging for it. We're not digging for it. <clears throat> we just want to direct you to the place that it will help us better. So um, we do have that link on the website inside the Discord, and I can put it inside the stream. Just want to make sure that all the patrons, um, the patrons who are at those levels for the shout out, do get them. Um, I'm doing this for Disruptor because he had actually he actually messaged me in Discord today asking for the role. So I um, just want to follow through with it because that's what we do promise on the page that you guys will receive that role in Discord. So uh, just want to put that in there real quick. Sorry to cut you off, Hydra. Love it. No, no, that's great. That's great. You know, every every fan matters, you know? So just wanted to get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Good call there. Good call. So at this point in the show, usually we like to just check in with everybody, see what you've been up to for the week, whether it's in the game of Hearthstone, in your life, just, you know, what's going on. So, Boo, how you been, Martian? What's been going on? What what have you been doing recently? Um... I'm trying to think of like a non-Hearthstone related thing that's been mm-hmm. different. Um, it's mostly just the same old stuff. Uh, Hearthstone specifically, I was in the China versus the, I still am, but the, the China versus the West um, tournament that Team Wildside did. Yes. Uh, I made the um, the top four, so that's happening sometime this weekend. Awesome. Dude, yeah, congrats. Hey, thanks. Uh, it's me, Last Druid, who is a China player, and then Hazer, who was on here a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Hijo. Cool. Oh, that's sick, man. That's so cool. That's exciting. So is the day and time set yet, or are you not sure yet? I'm not sure yet. Okay. All right. We'll keep an eye out for that. I think it's happening Sunday. So you're part of our illustrious uh, special guest Twitter list. So when you tweet it, we'll see it in our feed, and then we'll retweet it, and then we'll get it going. Man, we got your back. Nice. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Continue with your week. Sorry. Uh, that's basically been about it. Um, just playing a lot of Hearthstone. Yeah. Let me Getting ask that. you. Yeah. How do you when you're? Um, what do you look for? You know, in this final week when you're trying to grind, how do you pick a deck to play? I don't. The, the thing that gets under my skin the most, like, is when I queue a deck that loses to my opponent's portrait. So, like, for example, in Ashes of Outland, before Lucia was printed, Raza Priest had a pretty hard loss to Quest Mage. So right. I didn't play Raza Priest because every time I would see Mage, I had lost already. 
my choices didn't matter beyond what I chose to bring to the ladder. So I didn't get to actually play a game. I didn't get to try to win. I play I play Hearthstone to try to win. Not like winning is nice. Like winning is better than losing for sure. But like if everyone on the ladder just conceded to me right off the bat, I wouldn't play. You know, like I play to try to win. So if I am robbed of my opportunity to try to win, I I don't play that deck. So I pick whatever is the most viable and has the most kind of like well-rounded ma- matchups because I want to I want to try to win. Nice, nice. Gotcha. That's that's really really cool. Well, Mike, what have you been doing? Let's go with you. What, what's your week been like? What have you been up to, man? I was keeping it low key. Um, and, uh, home. That issue. You know, the world is uh, somehow back open, even though nothing's really changed. But everything's changed. So, uh, been playing some Hearthstone. Been playing more. Uh, actually, jumped into some standard. Playing some Evolve Shaman. Uh, doing pretty exciting. It's a nice. Uh, change change of pace. It's kind of refreshing. Uh, like Marshall was saying earlier, uh, at a certain point, you queue into the same stuff all the time. It's really cookie cutter. So just for me, I need a refresh. Not that I get sick of the game, but there are, uh, there are other formats and game modes, as Ixar pointed out. So, been over there. Um, I gotta try the wild version that Nate po- uh, posted on YouTube. It looks pretty cool. Um, aside from that, putting together the uh, listener league we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I played in a couple of rounds of qualifier today. Obviously didn't make it that far because I'm here on the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, you can still play on your phone while doing the show. No, I'm not in the qualifier. So it's not, it's not worth it. <laughs> but uh, this weekend um, I will be guest hosting on the other wild podcast, our older little our, brother. How did it go? Our little big brother show. <laughs> our, our little big brother. Yeah. <laughs> the Hearthstoners with uh, she was Cena and Gold Daniel. Nice. On Sunday night. So uh, Sunday night at nine. So 24 hours from now. So this Pepsi might be something else. If you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a different environment over there. <laughs> Hearthstone after dark. That's right. <laughs> oh, it's going to be. Oh yeah. After dark, man. Yeah. It's going to be great. But yeah, I'm excited for it. Cool. That should be a good time. Make sure nice. to tune into that. Yeah. How about you, Nate? What's been going on? I saw you got a package in the mail. That's pretty sweet. I guess. Uh... Oh my goodness. Yeah. So this has been a really eventful week for me. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll try to go quick. Cause I know we try to try to limit it to five minutes a person. So I'm going to try to jam through everything. Oh, that package. Oh, all right. Hold on. <laughs> We're going to, uh, I, I got a capture card for my, my Nintendo switch. But that's not even cool enough to what Nate's about to show you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yo, yo, it's this been, is way better. this has been a crazy week, right? So, okay. So it, I'm sitting at like 1500 legend in, in Hearthstone. I played a little bit, um, trying to keep up with my quests and, and stuff. Uh, positive win rate, but I'm not really, I'm kind of like camping at 1500. It's going to be 10 stars. That's totally fine. I, I'll lose a couple ranks. I'll get down to 1800. I'll play back to about 15 and, and sit there. Uh, totally cool with that. That's fine. Over this past week, we hit 1000 subscribers on YouTube, which was just a humongous milestone for us. Uh, collectively as a show, I think we've been trying really hard. And so we, I, I'm proud of that accomplishment just because we really put in a lot of work to make that happen. And so that was exciting. 
um, when the Tiller OTK combo came out, it was, it was kind of funny, but I played it day one. Like I wanted to see what all this hype was. Went home, played it, made a video about it, hit 1,500 views in two days, which never happens to our videos. So that was like, whoa. Um, nice. nice. So, Nate, you, you got to explain it the way you explained it to me. Like, you got home, the whole family thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, the set, I mean, the set had come out. This Unfortunately, this happens, like, anytime there's a new Hearthstone pack. You know, I walk in the front door because I, I got to work all day, and then I get home. And everyone's, hey, how's it going? You want dinner? You want to hang out? Nope, I'm going upstairs and playing Hearthstone. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, it doesn't they happen did, very did often. So. <laughs> uh, I got to get the reports there. I know he said it. No, he said it lovingly, but it was just funny the way it came out to me because I got a weird personality. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's a Netflix TV show. You know, like. <laughs> it's, uh, I love you, but. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that Tiller OTK, honestly, I'm glad that it, that sort of died this week. It was, it, it was very frustrating to lose to. And it was interesting because I played it on day one when it was unrefined and just to see, just to see it within one week, the amount of refining that people did. And it got to the point where I was like, uh, okay, I'm going to go play PlayStation until this gets nerfed because it's not that the combo is super OP. I mean, it, it it's, uh, it. I, lo- I I farmed it with Kingsbane. It was great, you know? Yeah, keep tapping, draw your cards, and then I'll just smork you. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> but I think for me, the frustrating thing was that I was seeing it like every other deck was uh, Tiller combo, whether it was Priest or, or Warlock, and I just got tired of seeing it. So, um, And I don't know that the combo itself was super OP. I mean, you could do 60 damage in one turn, but it was mostly... Even if they messed up, it, the part that was really tilting was that it would skip the opponent's turn. And so I would have times where they did it wrong, or I had a ton of armor, or I had an ice block. And it, you'd have to like log out of the game, log back in, try to reconnect, and hope that you have enough time to, to react to the board state. Uh, anyways, so we, we can get there later, but... Um, I think the in other news, um, I got my first COVID vaccine this week. Uh, I was eligible for the phase one A through work, and so I, I got that um, on Thursday night. My arm feels like somebody punched it really hard. It's like a, but no weird side effects or anything yet. I'll let you guys know if I start start like if I start growing horns or start growing hair on my tongue or something. I'll let you guys know. But turn into a murloc. <laughs> so far, so far. I'm just fine. Um, I, yeah. So I had ordered a PlayStation five. It was super cool. Um, came in the mail today, right before the show, which was awesome because it wasn't even supposed to ship until February 15th. Um, and so it came early and it was kind of funny cause, uh, I got home from work. I'm trying to get ready for the show, trying to prep everything. And, my son wants to play it really bad. Like I want to play, I want to play, I want to play it. I'm like, I got to get ready. And he's like, well, I want to play it. And so we, we like, I can't do that to him. Right. And like, no, you can't play until tomorrow when it's sitting right here. And so I was jamming, trying to get it all set up and then trying to, there's a way that you can port over all your data from the PS4 onto the PS5. It's backwards compatible, which is super cool. And so, um, trying to get all that set up before the show, which caused us to be about 10 minutes late. My apologies. Um, but it's super exciting. And so I'm looking forward to that. I, my PS4 is the original, like the day one version and the hard drive. 
to put into perspective, PS4 hard drive is like four gigs. The PS5 hard drive is like 800 gigs. And so when you want to play a game, like I have to delete a game in order to play a different game because there's just no space. And the fan on on that PS4 is so loud that it sounds like a helicopter is going to just take off and fly (laughs) away. And so I was worried that like it was going to die, you know, mid game and I was going to lose some data or something. And so thankfully, uh, I'm super excited. I haven't played it yet, but it looks nice. Um, You're not going to sleep tonight. It's the weekend, man. I don't get to sleep. I don't. Have to, I don't have to work hey, until Monday. I'll be in this quick hey, 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 so the the only other thing that I did this week, and and I'm pretty happy about it. We don't we don't talk about uh, mental health on the show all that much, but um, I take meds for ADHD, and for a long time, I've only I think I got diagnosed like. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, maybe like a year and a half ago. I mean, I swear I've had it probably forever, but uh, I started taking meds for it about a year and a half ago. The medication I had was only supposed to be a year. And the problem with it was that my doctor said, hey, uh, you take this as needed. And I would always forget to take it. And that was part of the problem is that like by the time I realized that I should have taken it, I'm like leaving work for the day when I was like, I'm going to go home and do nothing for the rest of the night. Um and I don't know how else to describe it. A lot of people describe it as like um, starting lots of projects but not finishing them or like having a browser window with 40 windows open at the same time, a lot of diverted attention stuff. And I was struggling because the medication um, was just not taking it. it. It was like self-directed, take as you want to, and and. So I had a one-year dosage that took me a year and a half and because uh, I'd forget about it more often than not. And so I had a, an appointment yesterday and was like, hey, I, I need something different. This is not working for me. I need something that's like, I need you to regulate it. Uh, give me something that's like time-released or something that I can do regularly that will help. And uh, and so I got my, my dosage like figured out and kind of on a, a regular thing now. And that should just make my life uh so much easier between work and and other projects and so i'm i'm pretty happy uh about that it i don't know how else to explain it aside from being able to think and focus so much more clearly uh so i'm happy about that it was a big big move so good week very good week awesome that sounds that sounds really really good it 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 must be hard to describe i guess to you know, somebody who has never experienced what the difference is like, but no, yeah, that's awesome. it's, uh, yeah, it's difficult to describe. I mean, it's like, I don't know how else to put it. I mean, it is, it's, you get distracted very easy, start a lot of things, but don't finish them. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't even know. It's, uh, it, I, we could talk on it for hours, but, uh, some other day. Cool. Anyways, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. Uh, I don't know if uh, you remember from last week, but I was complaining about how I went and got myself one of those Oculus VR headsets. And yeah, did I was you get having, it fixed? I didn't get it fixed. So what happened was I was talking to the, the, the techies over there at Oculus Every single day, trying to get this darn thing to work. I tried absolutely everything, and it was just like a no, no go. And I tried everything ten times, and it was just a, a headache. And 
then the weekend came. So we talked about this on the show Friday last week. Saturday morning came, and I was just bummed out that I couldn't get this thing to work. And I'm like, you know what? I've tried so many things. I bet this darn thing's just a stupid dud. Like, it's it's got to be. Because there's no way... it. I even plugged it into my wife's gaming laptop, and it wasn't functioning correctly. So I'm like, I'm going to Best Buy. So I go to Best Buy, and I buy a second one. So now I have two. <laughs> but I, I, I plug in the second one, and it worked absolutely instantly. And Damn. perfectly. And I spent a week straight troubleshooting this thing, probably like five hours a night. You got a lemon, dude. I got a total lemon, and I was so bummed that I had wasted all that time and frustration trying to get it to work, and then I got another one, and then it just worked instantly. So, anyways, I've returned the original back to Amazon for a full refund. So, that's good. good. But the the thing was, when I bought the second one from Best Buy, it was kind of like a bit of a gamble, because Best Buy's rule was, if you open the box... There is no return. Oh, dude, their return policy sucks. I always buy like, stuff. I don't know. You guys are you're in Canada, so I don't know if they got that. But I, I typically when I buy electronics, uh, I do my best to get them through Costco because you can return just about anything. Like their return policy is so good. Um, yes, yes, that's very true. Uh, I don't. They probably have them there too. I never even thought about it. Wait, so Best Buy's policy is if the box is opened, you can't return it. Yeah. Yeah. Even so you have to deal with, well, at that point, you have to deal with the manufacturer. So that's mm-hmm. why. Before. Yep. Yeah. So I was going through, even though I bought my original one from Amazon, I was going through talking to, like, through their website and everything like that, and back and forth, email back and forth, trying to get it to work. But Amazon was really good. They accepted it back instantly. So I just that's have to, cool. they just refund your account. So that's cool. So it works and my kid freaking loves it and uh, my wife likes it and we're all taking turns and having fun. I will say, since I didn't have a lot of experience with the VR, it's kind of funny because I was playing this game where uh, you walk through like a portal thing and there's this massive spider like the size of a Rottweiler (laughs) and it's like crawling towards you. I'm like, okay, and this thing jumps on your face like over you and you have all like eight legs wrapped around you oh, and gross man <laughs> oh dude like i'm like trying to get this thing off of me and like pulling at it and i like pull out a gun and i shoot it and then suddenly like a bunch more start coming out of the trees like out of the forest and i run out of ammo and they all just swarmed me and jumped on me and killed me i took the headset off and i was like sweating that's a no for me dog <laughs> i'm like oh my gosh and then i'm like and this, it's about 1130 at night at this point in time. I got to go to work the next day. I'm like, okay, I got to go to bed. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to play Hearthstone for a bit. Dreaming of spiders tonight. <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to play Hearthstone for a bit. So I went on and I just played BGs, like a couple rounds of BGs or something. Just because I'm like, I don't want to have to dream of the giant spider. Dude, could you, if you could play Hearthstone on a VR, that would be so cool. You actually can, but it's weird. Like mm. it. It it puts it because I like I did it just for fun. It it you run it during like a virtual desktop, and so it puts it in front of you, and it like it makes it look like you have one massive curved monitor hmm. like in front of your face. Interesting. Wait, so you're in the tavern? Uh, yeah, I wish you were in. It's, you just see your board on a big screen. And you use your 
it's like what the controller to like point at the card and you pick the card up and you can put the card down with the pointer it's it's kind of silly it's stupid so it's, it's not like it's made for it's not made for vr it's just using your desktop to play it it's really stupid you might as well just look at your monitor oh it's not like 3d Yu-Gi-Oh. no no but they should make it that would be cool yeah be <laughs> but it would be really neat oh man if you could like grab the cards and put them down or something like that or Maybe a fireball, you actually throw it at their face. <laughs> That'd be sweet. But uh, so there was that. Um, Hearthstone wise, uh, I know ladders kind of bumming me out. So, uh, Martian, you were talking about how you would make a deck that you want to go to Legend with on your free to play account. So you sort of dusted everything for like that one deck sort of thing. My approach on those accounts is kind of like the opposite. Is I started trying to build a collection. So I, like, yes, I did make a, a couple decks. Like, I started with one, but then I, I tried to diversify or whatever. So I've never actually climbed on those accounts. It's been, you know, you do your quests. So you're getting all the maximum gold and doing all the stuff. But then I log off the second I complete my daily quests, right? There's never like a push so i've never had a good star bonus or anything like that but this month i decided to try to set myself up for the future so this month i had to push past not having any bonus stars and i may not be a triple legend player but i am currently a triple diamond player now i moved all of my all accounts into diamond so it's like okay so next month now I can run out of my star bonus up there, and then I can, hey, you know, you push past that. So setting myself up for the future, because I would run out of my star bonus, like in gold or whatever it was, right? Because yeah, I didn't have Yeah, that's rough, man. Oh, hey, one thing, let me let me tell you while I, while it's fresh in my mind, you were talking about your Oculus and uh, yeah. Portal. Yeah. Uh, if, if for a good time, check out on YouTube, Ben Brode was playing Portal on his Oculus. And it is hilarious, and I have never seen him swear so much in one video before. Really? It's yeah. If you look up Ben Brode Oculus or Ben Brode Portal, or yeah, something I saw like that. Like, was it Portal he was playing? I thought so. I th- I think I don't it, know. I don't even know they had that in VR, but uh, pretty sure it is. But you double check me. But it was so funny because he like the jump scares and stuff. Like he was freaking out and yelling and screaming and swearing. It was so funny. It was so funny. Uh, <laughs> And so I, our, our man Brode, uh, yeah, that's, that's, I have, I have seen him playing his VR on stream a couple times, but I, I didn't like stick around long enough to see what, what he was playing. It this was, was a Twitter. while back. Yeah. This was a while back, but it's good. Yeah. I would like to find that because yeah, that would be fun to watch. I'll find it later. I'll get it to you guys. Cool. But yeah, that's generally my week uh other than that i saw those quests but that could be part of the news uh those surprise quests that nobody knew about yeah man i think you got it before anybody else um but uh yeah yeah no uh, easy easy week not a big deal just like i said ranked up my other accounts finally got my oculus working so it's been pretty good i don't really have any complaints um we do have a, a bit of a different section coming up where uh, Mike's been doing a little bit of a, a little lot. bit of housekeeping. <laughs> yeah, uh, we so got maybe, some. 
Yeah, we will. T- yeah, well, I can I'll let Mike take it, but I'll, I, I may tag in a little bit. But yeah, we, we I think it'd be good for everyone to kind of get a peek under the curtain of what we've been working on, because uh, it's been a lot of stuff. Oh, by the way, I'm looking at here. It's Half-Life. It was Half-Life. Uh, oh, it was Half-Life. Yes, I don't have Half-Life Alex yet. I was actually want to get a little more used to the VR before I play it. Because some games where you're moving around a lot can make you a little lightheaded. Yeah, I so I, I wanted to become a little more of a seasoned kind of VR player before I start playing a game I really would love to enjoy and experience. So I might leave it a couple, like a month or two, and then I'll, I'm going to play that. Rock and roll. All right, Mike, what what you been up to, dude? Yeah, Mike, tell us all about the all your housekeeping business, everything you've been doing. All right, so um, first order of business, we got... I'll kind of speed through this because I'm looking at our show notes and uh, the time of the clock, and it says uh, 30 minutes for news and 30 minutes for boo. Plus our co-works <laughs> co-op. So, yeah, let me uh, speed through this. We just like talking so to you guys so much. <laughs> <laughs> we do it every time. So, um... For our housekeeping. So first thing up, we have our first ever Born to be Wild listener series coming up starting next week. So a round of applause there. Really excited yeah. for this. Um, we created this because of the recent history in the wild community. Um, the unsure nature of if things are going to get nerfed, if it's just going to be the same three decks. So for me, while all that's working and on the side there and, you know, good nature... While they're doing that, we're going to have a uh, league-based series format. Lots of words in one, because you can't just use word, one word, you know? Got to be be careful there, because the lawyers will come out. We don't want that trouble. So, uh, starting we don't next want week. That. Yeah, we don't want that. We, we, we got a lawyer, but we don't want more lawyers coming. So, next week, be uh, week one, signups are still open. Signups will close Monday at 1 p.m. Uh, what makes this tournament series different? It's going to be a Swiss format. So the way this works is from February 1st to March 28th will be about eight weeks. So the first five weeks are are the regular season. Uh, We'll be doing Swiss. So you'll be playing opponents um, that are around, you know, your win rate. You're not going to be 2-0 going into an 0-2 person. So that's the explanation for those who are not familiar. Most of us are. Um, Just want to cover that for those who aren't. After five weeks, we'll do a top eight cut, and then that'll, that'll begin the playoffs starting March 8th that week. Uh, the way this series is going to work, um, each person gets one person, uh, one opponent per week. You and your opponent need to coordinate by Wednesday at midnight, and then you guys can settle a day and time on when you'll play each other. The winner will report the score to the Google Sheet that will be provided within the Discord. Um this entire listener series will be run through the Discord. Um, we have all the Google Forms, the sheets, and everything set up. For those that are in Twitch chat right now, when I finish talking, I'll put the link in there if you are interested. Um, we're excited to see you if you are. Right now, we currently have 22 people, and this is without putting this information um, on the podcast yet. So we've just gotten 22 people through Discord and Twitter alone. Um, and that's more than most tournaments I see on Battlefy. But that's not where I'm going. So Sorry, I got distracted. Um, so we're really excited for this. Um, this this tournament is going to be different because we will have weekly deck building restrictions. So what that means is, for example, 
you can't attack for lethal until you play Yogg-Saron, whether it's the first one or the second <laughs> one. I'm just putting that for an example. Do you guys here on the panel, do you get what I'm saying? I like I like some challenges. I think my my only caution would be, and I think we've heard some feedback from folks before, is just be careful on ones that require people to have too much of a, a collection. Uh, yeah. So, I, but yeah, I love the yeah, idea. But, I think it's I think it's great, man. I it it really kicks it up to a different level where instead of seeing the same three meta decks over and over and over, we get to see some creativity. So yeah, it's exciting, man. The other thing yeah, I'm excited since, for it. Um, go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, I saw you drink, taking a sip of your Coke. Let me jump in. I just want to say one thing that I think is super cool about this also is that as opposed uh, to an invitational format, the, like this is open for anybody. You sign up. That's it. Mm-hmm. And so we've got everywhere from um, you know casual players to middle-of-the-road players like myself to like more pro players. Um I've seen, uh, yeah, yeah, Martian, I think Labore's in there and some other people. And so there's just a good mix, and I think it's just going to be a lot of fun. Um, We will post, uh, there's no limit right now on how many people can sign up. So I just put the status in the chat. If you guys want to click that, link is right there. And in a few minutes, I'll get the link. We'll put it on the Um, show notes. I'll put it on our website over the weekend. We'll put it in our Discord. And so it's open to everybody. That's the thing. We're really trying hard to be... Yeah, if you're in Discord, it's in there right now. Um, but yeah, I'll make sure to get the exact link right in chat. Um, I just want to say real quick. Um, so we made sure to get that out, and then also next up um, to finish up house cleaning. Um, we're gonna be we have it put together. Um, me, Nate, and Hydrate put the finishing touches on it for a listener survey incoming. Um, there are other bodies of work out there. You know, some companies that will suggest they might do a survey. <laughs> we're telling you we're gonna do it. And we're going to have it coming out to you guys pretty soon. Uh, you can give us feedback on things that you do want to see, don't want to see. Um, a lot of different features. Uh, this is where Nate can take over a little more because he has more of a mind for what uh, he would like on the survey. Not he, but what we want as a brand on the survey. But Nate is more of the voice on it. Do you mind speaking more? Yeah, on, no. On that, I, and I'll make it quick. I mean, the idea really is that we're trying to put together a show that people want to watch or people want to listen to. And so... Uh, a little bit of engagement. So we've been tweaking things a little bit lately. Um, for example, we stopped doing the parody songs at the end of the show. I know that's a little bit of a, tu- a touchy subject for a couple of our <laughs> diehard oh. diehard listeners. But I will say, we this was something that Craig started. We tried really hard. We did it for the better part of a year. It was 40 plus episodes we had a parody song at the mm-hmm. end of each episode. And it's really fun. Uh, but it is very, it's incredibly difficult when, you know, when inspiration hits and we throw one together, it's, it's hilarious and we laugh and we have fun and they're great, but trying to do one every single week is next to impossible, especially if you don't have the inspiration. And so we just stopped doing them. And, and if that, you know, if that happens and we, we get a great idea, Hey, I'm down. Uh, or, you know, if one of you guys want to do one, Hey, we'll put it on. That's great. Uh, so that was a decision that we made. Um, we took a couple weeks off from doing the unrelated advice and got a bunch of feedback. People saying like, don't wild stop, card. don't stop. We like that. Uh, it was wild card and a couple other people. And, um, and so I, th- it, it kind of sparked the idea and wild card initiated. It's like, Oh, so XR had talked about doing some, you know, community engagement survey type idea 
And the thought was, hey, we could do something similar for the show because, you know, we the goal of the show here really is is to spotlight members of the wild community, but also to be community oriented. And uh, we're really doing the show. I mean, we have a good time with it. Right. But we want to be putting out a product that people want. And so getting some feedback would be interesting. Uh, are there things that we're doing that you, that you don't like? Are there things that we're doing that you do like? Do you want us to change anything? Or uh, recently we started doing these listener challenges at the end of the show that like exploded, which is super cool. So we'll keep doing that. Uh, but this type of thing, it's just interesting for us. It would help us to create a better product for you all watching or listening. And so this survey will be perfect for that guy on youtube who got really mad when i ate chicken wings at one time this is for you sir okay that's yeah he could they whoever they were can can go and fill that survey out and say i do not like it when mike Lowe eats chicken wings on stream (laughs) that's hilarious oh that reminds me uh so anyways so we'll be we'll be posting it in the discord um and uh, maybe on, on Twitter as well and post, leave it up for a week or so and, and see how many people respond. Mm-hmm. It's optional, you know, but it helps us to get some insight of what you all are interested in uh, from us. I will say we this week. Uh, so we've been doing the show now for 45 weeks, the better part of a year. This week, um, we got our first email, which was cra- crazy, right? Uh <laughs> Nobody uses email, I guess. Apparently yes. not, but but I was so happy about this. It was it was very nice. So I'm going to read it to you guys because I, the a lot of uh, of our um, audience partakes via the audio podcast version, and so I'm just going to read this real quick. It says, "Hey guys, just want to let you know that I love your podcast. Thank you so much for making it. The positive vibe, the guests, the lightheartedness, the deep deck discussions, and the high technical quality of the recordings are all great. Keep it up." I got interested in Wild last year because of chasing Golden Hero portraits. Therefore, I sought a podcast on Wild. I've been listening since April 2020, and yours is the only Hearthstone podcast I still listen to. Best regards, uh, G. Rowan from the Netherlands. I hope that I pronounced your name correctly. Thank you so much for the email. Like it, it, um, it melts our like icy cold hearts. And uh, it, I, I'm not saying you know we need a flood of emails, but like it's nice to hear. Um, what people are thinking, you know, I, I think a lot of times we don't know, like we do the show cause it's a blast. Like I enjoy Friday nights. I look forward to hanging out with everybody. Uh, but oftentimes like we have no idea what everyone else is thinking. So super cool to hear from people yeah, anyways. So listener survey incoming soon. And we've been trying to uh, clean up the discord as well. We had a lot of channels that were, uh, duplicative. Um, and so we're trying to kind of clean house a little bit. I think it's pretty good at this point. But yeah, yeah. Um, more happened this past weekend. This past week in Discord, um, I know a lot of people in the moment might have been on there and saw stuff disappear. So for some backstory, about a month, two months ago, some people had messaged me, um, and I'll name drop one of them because it'll add some credibility to the story. Being Slizzle, suggesting that cut down on some so that engagement could increase, and it's very good advice. I'm not putting his name out there to put it in a bad way but it's put credibility behind the other folks who had messaged me too so it took a while and then <laughs> it finally happened and then whoop, people popped up hey all the pitchforks they're coming after me where to go I flicked, dude i flicked xr for like five minutes it was awesome yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um the survey will come out you guys let us know what you want in there and then we'll keep rocking i appreciate we all appreciate the uh, activity in there 
And then uh, we got Martian Buddha joined today. So the server just keeps getting better, you know? Yeah. It's been, yeah. It's been good. It's been good. All right. So we got some news, right? Not a, not a yeah. lot, but we got some. So, Hydra, what do you got? Well, first up, uh, we had a, a spotlight from Blizzard on one of their employees, longtime employee, Alex Horley. And I really enjoyed this article here in the spotlight just because a lot of time when we think of you know our favorite blizzard people like we we know the names the uh, you know the peter waylands and the the ben broads and a lot of time you hear of these names you know when people are leaving and you think about the people that have left and you know it kind of gets sad well i like this because they're focusing on somebody that works there that's been there the whole time maybe you don't know this person and it shows uh, we, we we'll link the the uh, the article, but it's 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 really neat. It, it spotlights a lot of their art, and there's a bit of a biography. You can learn where you know they got all their inspiration. One thing I thought that's really cool about this, so like looking at some of their stuff, they did like wild pyromancers, one for example, and um, the old gods and Voidwalker, and a lot of the art seems a little bit more of the the darker side of art more edgy type art it's not the the playful stuff mm-hmm. and as i was as i was reading like doomsayer for example right and i i was reading through the article and what i noticed was alex got uh inspiration from i don't know if anybody is familiar with the heavy metal uh, magazine oh or yeah metal, from way back metal, when. yeah metal herland it's also known as and so they got their inspiration from that and actually grow up grew up to work on the magazine and do art for heavy metal so when you look at now because i've i've looked at i've read those magazines and i mean if if anybody here has watched the movie it's it's really really interesting (laughs) it is uh, not for kids it was not for kids it may be a cartoon and it does have john candy in it but do not let your kids watch it <laughs> i don't know i don't know if this guy's an actual blizzard employee he might just be one of the artists because i know they work with uh mm. like as a contractor or something but they said that he's been doing work for them for 15 years and his style it's interesting also because they said that he's a traditional artist meaning like we're talking like uh paint on canvas as opposed to like digital art and so yeah this is super cool coincidentally they're selling his prints uh, of the new four old gods in the store right now, I got a couple that like six by ten for like thirty bucks. Uh, they're pretty cool. So nice. Anyways, yeah, this is this is a pretty sweet um, article with with uh, links to a lot of his artwork and stuff. I re- I recommend it. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, if you enjoy art and that sort of thing, that and like I really like looking at full art for cards and stuff like that. It's something I enjoy looking at. So if if you're interested, uh, click on the link, take a look at it. It's a good little read, reading about them. So, uh, we also got in in news lately is the the curious new little bundles that have shown up. Where, if you've noticed on Twitter or any other social media, not everybody's been offered the same thing. This was so weird. Was so weird. yeah. It, it it showed up some people yeah, was, you get either crazy. 30 cards 20 cards or 10 cards but you get two options one you can get from the launcher and one right in the client itself out of curiosity so, what did you guys what were you guys offered uh yeah, martian, martian what did you yeah. get? 
I heard somebody got offered a wild bundle. What? Like somebody posted that. Like somebody got offered the. I I don't know for sure. Like I was shown the screenshot, so I, I don't yeah. know. But like apparently somebody got offered a wild bundle. Wow! Uh, I hope they bought it. <laughs> I, like I want that. Like let me choose. But yeah. uh, I got offered the big one. So did I. So did okay, I. Okay. Yeah, I got the big one also. Hmm. Uh, same here. Hmm. Does that say something about how much money we spend on this game? <laughs> yeah, you know, that would be hilarious. So like, they they posted something in Reddit, the community manager. It says here, I'm just going to read the direct quote. It says, hi there, we're testing some new types of offers in our shop, which will cause some users to see different offers. This is intended. Be sure to check out the in-game shop and the web shop to see any offers available to you. And so on the website, I had the option to get the medium one. But in client, it was the big one, I, and so I, I, uh, I thought that was really interesting and, and kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I, I guess that I don't know. That kind of feels weird. I don't know if I like it or not. I had some viewers tell me that they're whales and they got offered not the biggest one. Interesting. Oh, then it's all over the place. It's just random. Mm-hmm. I guess it's RNG, right? <laughs> it's RNG. Hearthstone, <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's meta. So, so we won't top deck lethal, but we'll top deck the thirty pack. 30 mm. pack. Oh, <laughs> oh, feels right. bad, man. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. All right. Yeah. What else we yeah. got? Uh, next, we have uh, Ixar did his second week in a row doing his little ask me anything on on twitter or on twitter i guess it's going to be a wednesday thing he's now done it a couple times in a row so it was a little more more tame this time i guess we decided to give him a week off and not bug him a little too much so there's not a whole lot of wild but nate you did ask him a question didn't i you? take blame for and i don't know if it's credit or blame for what happened last week i i asked him the question about wild and he responded which then caused a gigantic uh, poo storm. But uh, <laughs> that's, I guess, old news. That's last week's news. But th- this week, okay, so I, I didn't really have, I, I asked a question, and for those of you who are old-time fans of our previous show, Into the Wild, uh, it's kind of an inside joke. So I, I had asked him, hey, do you eat your macaroni and cheese with a fork or a spoon? And... <laughs> His answer, he goes, I don't like mac and cheese, which I thought was so funny. But uh, so here's the I'll, I'll explain it to you so that you can all be part of the, the club now. So here's what happened. Right. Craig and I started into the wild. We did it for a long time. Life happened. It got crazy. I had to leave. Uh, life happened and Craig had to leave. And so we passed the show off to Danny Donuts and Saucy Mailman. And when they took over the show, uh, they changed up the format a little bit. And we had always asked kind of unrelated advice or different questions. And so that was their weekly question. They would always ask if they had a guest on was, do you eat your mac and cheese with a fork or spoon? That was the guest question. And so I asked XR and uh, in true XR fashion, I don't like mac and cheese. So uh, (laughs) it was kind of funny. I followed up with a real question. I have been pushing my agenda of uh, kind of how there's a random card back option I've been really pushing for them to do like a random hero portrait op- option because like mage has 75 portraits now. And so the idea that I could queue my mage deck and, and randomly select any of them would be awesome. And like some of the pal- paladin, like shaman, some of them yeah. are poor rogue players, but 
a lot of the classes have quite a bit, and so I asked about that and uh, did not get a response. But oh, you know what? That's a, that's a shame. I think it will happen. It's got to happen eventually. Maybe so. Uh, evolve shaman. You never know what minions you'll get on board. Your heroes always changing. You different, dude. <laughs> Great game. I do want to give a big shout out to our friend Imic, who uh, did a, a write up of this. And I know there's write ups of the AMA on a lot of different websites. Uh, mm. We've got friends on Hearthpoem. We've got friends from Out of Cards and and Hearthstone Top Decks. But uh, the thing that I really liked about his write up is that he categorized the answers in that hey, here's here's standard, here's duels, here's battlegrounds, here's other stuff, and it made trying to digest the information a lot easier. Trying to navigate yeah. through the Twitter feed is kind of awful, and some people aren't on Twitter. And so mm-hmm. uh, we'll link we'll link to Imic's article in the show notes. I just posted it in chat as well. And I don't think I don't know that we really need to spend a lot of time on it because, that, frankly, there was like nothing about Wild there. But uh, it was interesting to know some of their de- design philosophies for different things, and it's all organized in a very easy to read fashion. So I recommend did checking you, it out. Martian, did you ask anything? I asked something last week and he didn't answer me, so I just haven't been inclined to ask again. And uh, like, I don't feel like he's ignoring me. He, you know, like a lot of people ask questions, but it's like I don't want to like post the same question over and over again and be annoying. So I'm sure yeah. he gets. I mean, he gets a lot of questions, <laughs> and so how he chooses which ones to answer, I don't know. What just out of curiosity, what did you ask? So what I had asked is, uh, would they ever consider just buffing underperforming like? the staples of underperforming archetypes in wild. So like, dude, the, I love that idea, by the way. Yeah, I think it would be sweet. So like my philosophy is they should never nerf anything without also buffing something, because even if something is problematic, it still feels a little bad that the card is ruined. So like having that, like when they buff things, it's always exciting to like, you're eff- effectively getting a new card. So, like, it's not just, oh, this thing is bad now. It's also, hey, this other thing is good now. And even if it doesn't change the meta, I look forward to the, like, the changes more often. But, like, in Wild, there are so many archetypes that just don't work anymore because all of their cards are bad. Cthulhu is, like, the signature one. Like, all yeah. his stuff is terrible. But the example I gave was uh, To My Side. I feel like that card could cost four now. Like, it costs six and you have to run mm. no minions in your deck and your opponent can just albatross you and your deck is bad. But like are two animal companions on turn four really that strong for a while. So no. I feel like they could buff things like that. Mm-hmm. And it would be more Considering that barely anyone plays Hunter to begin with, I, I like it. And I think that, uh, I mean, frankly, the solution of nerfing like, nerf it to the ground is not an awesome solution if you if you take a, a look at like logically okay what's the next step and so uh for example right now right three big decks secret mage dark lair and reno priest and if you nerf these three to the ground like there's always going to be the most hated deck or the most powerful deck and so if you say you nerf these three to the ground okay well now uh, big priest or resurrect priest or whatever you want to call it now is going to fill that slot of like the new most hated deck. But I think if you were to, uh, they've thrown around the idea of like reverting old nerfs. For example, if they would revert albatross or some of these other cards or, or buff them, frankly, like you could skew the meta that way. Like, man, I'd be so happy if people play hunter again. 
uh, I'm always shocked when someone cues it. Like I see a hunter, like, whoa, what is this? Uh, I forgot this class existed. Um, it's great. I think it would take a lot more than a, a four mana to my side to, to make hunter viable, but it, it would be cool. Like just to, you know, have some things be a little bit better so you could explore a little bit more space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like your take um, about on your, it. Uh, oh, thank you. About your, your portrait idea with the random portrait. Personally, I would love that because I have a ton of portraits. But like, does the average Hearthstone per- player have that many portraits? Well, I don't know, but I, I'll answer it real quick and then I'll pass it off to you guys. But I think with the... My, my quick answer is, right, it rewards old players who've been playing for a long time since we've got them. I know someone had asked during that same AMA, like, hey, are you going to re-release the Maev portrait for Rogue because I missed it? And he basically said no. Um, but it with his battle pass, right, it's interesting because, hey, I just got three shaman portraits and three mage portraits just in this set. And so even mm-hmm. for the newer players, like, hey, just to be able to switch through these three is kind of cool. Um, I don't know. I, I posted this a long time ago. I did a tw- I did a poll on Twitter, and it was like 95% of the people who answered said, yes, I would like that. And so I sent it off to the devs, and Cora said, hey, this is cool. I'll share it with the team. And, and that was a couple of few months back. And I haven't heard anything because, of course, they're not going to tell me anything, right? Um, but maybe when, like, I don't expect any major changes with the client until maybe April when they do the hall of fame rework and whatever sort of other, uh, classic set rework that they're talking about doing. And so may, you know, maybe they've got some other things in store then maybe not. I don't know, but I love the idea. How you got a, a big portrait collection. I have everything that's not a level fifty um, battle pass portrait. Nice. I think wow. I, I yeah. think I do too. Actually, now that I think about, it. I'm missing a couple of the one of the one Ks. I think I'm missing two or three of those. That was my biggest frustration. If you remember when everyone was uh, all up in arms about the new battle pass when it first came out, like everyone was talking about how expensive and whatever the game had become, and that they were getting less in game gold. And I empathize for sure. Uh, but for me, it was like. I have a complete collection, and now you're telling me I can't ever have a complete collection? (laughs) Dude, I was mad about that, too. The idea that I I hit level 50, and there's 10 portraits, and I can only choose one? Like, what do you you mean I can only choose one? Can I not? I can't get the other nine? And and I asked uh, Celestalon on Twitter about that, and he said, I'm going to paraphrase here because it's old, but I could dig it up if anyone really wants to see it. But he essentially said, oh, no, no, you can get the other ones. Like, you you can choose one every expansion. And I was like, uh, three, three, you know? <laughs> yeah, you said it's like that uh, from that from that movie with the math in front of the eyes and all that. Like, I'm sitting here doing the math. I'm like, okay, so every four months I can get <laughs> one new one times, you know. And so it's going to take me three plus years to get all of them. Three three and uh i don't know you're forgetting about the loophole nate you got to play on all three servers then you can get them all in one year uh in a bit yeah except not on the same <laughs> dude i tell you what if i could take my collection i would i would play on eu or asia if i could use my same collection 
oh, having to having to buy them in new places uh now that's a hard pass for me yeah no, I, i'm that's probably what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna pick a different one like oh yeah on, on each one so i can say i you know i have them all but <laughs> they're hey, not on the same account hey marcia <laughs> which 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 one did you pick for your level 50 i assume you're well past that right now I, I chose Valera because I, it was mostly about options. Uh, I wouldn't have picked Valera if I didn't like it. Uh, there were a few that I really liked, but like uh, the tier three Jaina on the battle pass, I think is amazing. So mm-hmm. like I was, even though I did like the level fifty Jaina, I was never going to pick that because I had like the best mage portrait in my mind. Yeah, um, I have a ton of warlock ones that I like. Um, so like there are there are a ton of them that just like weren't considerations just because I already have a bunch of portraits for those. Um, but Valera looks sick and I my options are Valera or Mayev. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel yeah. you there. Um, so yeah, no, I, I felt it as well as a as a collector. That hurt. Like it still hurts. I don't like and I'm sad I'm just gonna go cry. Good night guys. And like <laughs> speaking of Mayev, like that person that uh, missed out on Mayev and they can't have it, like coming from somebody who has a complete collection, the like the joy I get from having something exclusive is not nearly equivalent to the devastation of never being able to have something. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. like they should at least periodically bring them back. You know, they don't have to be always available, but the if you really love a, a cosmetic and you cannot have it. There's nothing you can do to get it. Uh, it feels horrible. So, like, I just don't relate to that. I, I think that every once in a while they should just bring them back. I don't have. A, is it Liadrin that you have to get level twenty on WoW? Yeah. Get, yeah. So I thought that classic WoW was going to work for that, and it didn't. You have mm-hmm. to just do regular WoW. I will say that I got mine that way. Um, doing, I, I, you can do it free to play. Uh, at least I did. I got the, um, you can get a free one month trial and I downloaded it and I just jammed enough games to, uh, or enough time or enough rank or whatever it was to, uh, to get it and then stop playing. And I did it on a crappy old laptop at the time. And so it, it, it was a rough month, but it was, it was worth it. And same thing with heroes of the storm. Like I was playing on a crappy old computer and like trying to grind out to level 15 or whatever it was to get that card back. Like, oh, this is painful, but I'm going to do it. So it's rough. At least the Overwatch one came with just having the game, right? Uh, Yeah. In fact, I bought mine on eBay for five bucks. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I, think, I think WoW is always free until level 20 now. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I just now I don't have the motivation to do it because I did it on Classic WoW thinking I was going to get it. Mm. Oh, it's going to take you a fraction of the time. Oh, yeah. Like oh I guess yeah amazed. it's not the same. I've never played WoW beyond <laughs> that experience. I only played original WoW and Burning Crusade. So and now classic. So I don't know what it turned into. Level twenty is like an afternoon now. Ah, all right. I guess hmm. maybe I'll have to do that. Yeah, Mike. What's your what's your take on all these portraits? Sorry, I was getting <clears throat> prepared for this next part. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. It's all I good, think, man. You know, I, I think it's cool that you guys, uh, you have all the portraits. There was a point in time where, like, I was slowly, steadily collecting all the portraits, but then, um, this is a while ago. 
this is like when her son was still like new and shiny and like they released uh what it seemed like it was going to be one for every class but it was like Illyria and they did Magni and um who's the mage guy Cadgar Cadgar yeah, yeah. oh Medivh it was Medivh oh, I'm sorry I'm sorry Medivh like 10 bucks then he was gone and they did Illyria then the warrior one and then for a while I was just like dang I'll never get those heroes because I was being stubborn. I was like, I'm not going to spend money on cosmetics. Fortnite kids do that. <laughs> and then <laughs> after a while, I got golden, golden everything, all the heroes. And then I was like, all right, I want alternate portraits. So then I did the one. Was it Toronto? You have to play the play WoW. And then dude, Toronto was. Uh, I remember when it first came out. You had to hook up your Amazon Prime to your Twitch, and like, oh, was that what it was? I'm sorry. Oh man, and some yeah. of the card, some of the card backs. Oh man, they had some some scams over the years where you really what's had on? to had what's, to what's, buy some stuff or hook up different accounts and all that. There's what's the hero you have to play World of Warcraft? What hero was that? Oh, Liadrin. 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 Sorry, not 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 the other one, Taronda. No, Taronda. That was a scam because then like there was other ones. The card backs you had to like sign in from a a PC and then an iPhone and then like a tablet. Uh, the Galaxy <laughs> one. The space also, station, like what the hell, dude? I don't know. I like the Samsung Galaxy phones. That's crazy. But um, yeah, I picked the uh, level fifty one. I wanted the rogue one for a while. The flavor of the show, you know, I always talk about the rogue skins. But the closer I got, I kind of chickened out, and I was like, I don't want to be stuck with that one. I want the warrior one. <laughs> so hey, I I, you get what you want, man. I don't know. I I struggle with it too, cause like I love the art of the demon hunter one. I just hate playing that class. Mm-hmm. So I got the warlock, but I uh, I. I like the Nizoth portrait, so and like the Nemzi one has the best BM. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's that's why I'm such a proponent of the random hero that I could play with all of them would be would make it worth it for me. No, oh, definitely. Anyways, uh, hey, so we got a patch this week. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah. Well, we 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 needed it. Uh, the combo did not last long, the OTK with Tiller. So it officially is nerfed, but it wasn't Tiller that got the hit, though. Uh, it, the new card, Hysteria, got the nerf, and uh, it now reads, instead of choose a minion, it attacks random minions until it dies. It's choose an enemy minion, and it attacks until it dies. So they didn't... Uh, they didn't do traditionally what you see is they end up ruining an, an old card or whatever. That's what a lot of people kind of wanted. But they decided to go with the new card getting the nerf. What do you guys think about this? I think that they made the only wrong choice they could have made. <laughs> I, uh, uh, so for me, I think Death Speaker. You go after Death Speaker because Death Speaker Such has Such an easy enabled, choice, right? Yeah, oh, man. It has enabled infinite damage before. It's going to, again, it, like, it is the most future-proofing in my mind. Like, we've seen it do the, the Knife Juggler, Grim Patron, Defile stuff, which is, like, mm-hmm. a janky combo that's not problematic. But this is now the second time that it's enabled infinite damage. Hysteria isn't the issue. Uh, and, like, I think that, like, having to use your own minion to clear off the enemy board is a cool idea. And I think that mm-hmm. like using it on something that gets an attack trigger, that's not going to, uh, that doesn't have immune is a cool idea. Like to make it attack more than once in a turn. Especially um, if it has, has life steal. Yeah. Like it, it's just like, there are so many cool things you could have done with this card and they 
Like, I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I want to jump they, on they this. Yeah. Proofing, but... I, they said they're future proofing. I want to jump on this as well, though, because I, the idea of using any minion, like, especially considering this card is a combo priest and warlock that have a lot of death rattle synergy. Like I could slot this in Reno lock and play it on my void caller, you know, or, or one of these and like, Hey, just to trigger, like I, I could be using it for different, like multi-purpose reasons. Maybe I'm using it just to trigger my death rattle. Um, or maybe I play it on a Sylvanas or something like, uh, not that anyone plays Sylvanas anymore, but you know what I mean? Like it, it yeah. gave you a lot of fun potential. And so now having to use it on an enemy minion, like it, it takes a lot away, a, a lot of the fun things away. And the theory that, that that Blizzard says is, "Hey, we're doing this because it limits design space or design potential." Um, the Death Speaker that that so that for, the, for those of you guys who aren't familiar, it gives uh, a minion immune for this turn. Like that's what creates broken combos. And so this whole thing could go away by that, and it's an old card, so it doesn't it doesn't mess up standard at all, and it nobody plays it in wild anyways, except doing these wombo combos every once in a while. Like I think uh, Yada is the only one that plays it, and it's just to try to break the game periodically. <laughs> um, and so it, it was. I'm a little bit frustrated with it as well. I've seen a lot of other people in in Twitter, particularly, which it seems to be where the Hearthstone folks hang out. Uh, expressing their displeasure with this as well. So somebody reached out to Alec on the design team, uh, previously of the golden wisp podcast, now part of hearthstone asking him, he, he does periodically a developer insight, uh, tweet saying, Hey, this is why we chose to do whatever we chose to do. And so they asked him specifically, uh, let me pull it up here. Uh, this was somebody by the name of Z flow asked him, uh, he says, hey, GW Alec, could you do designer insights again this time? I'm curious why the patch was Hysteria, not Tiller. Again, I don't think that Tiller is necessarily the problem. It's the other one. But So Alec says, and I'm just going to read this verbatim so that the uh, audio folks um, can can just hear it. He said, we believe, uh, believe it to be the best future-proof change. We're going to keep making on-attack triggers. And any plan where you can purposefully skip your opponent's turn isn't something we want around. Hurts to lose some uh, some of the more interesting decisions with Hysteria, but felt it was right. And my personal thought, and again, we can jump around to everybody, but I agree with Martian's point of view on this, is that uh, I think, I mean, I don't know what they have planned in the future, right? But it's really sad to lose these cool interactions of hysteria when you could nerf some crappy old card that nobody plays. Um, and I, I don't even know that I'm going to play it, it anymore. I mean, I could use it, I guess as some funky removal, but it's a lot less consistent now. So I don't know. I, I think this was still the wrong call. I like the idea of death speaker. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Yeah. The the argument to save Deathspeaker is that it's a strong arena card. So whenever it's an arena, it's a good card there. What's arena? But, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the uh, the fix there is just like you know immune during its first attack or something like that. You know, like uh, it that, is immune from the first damage. Too, take. That's too easy. Oh, it's too easy. That's <laughs> uh, too easy. I don't know. Yeah, for for fun because I do agree with you guys i'll, I'll do a, a, 
a single case scenario of devil's advocate. Um, so I was playing against a priest who, if, if we were to keep Hysteria the way it was, still could have pulled the combo off extremely early. So I was playing against a priest. I was a pirate warrior with a god draw, where it was I was on coin, and I got an exhaust first mate and uh, the parachute brigade guy in, in, in your hand. So it's the whole coin out your cannon, play Nazoth, and then suddenly patches and a 2-2 all come out and you fire all the cannon shots, and it's awesome. Well, I met him smacking the priest in the face, and they try to pull the combo where they're going to play pint size potion to give all my guys minus three attack because I've got a very low-to-the-ground board, and then they played Hysteria on their tiller to go and attack everything and would have killed me except for the fact that I sort of saw this coming so I decided to drop my frothing berserker before they were going to do it so as soon as their tiller started attacking all my guys yes suddenly it's two damage to my face two damage to my face over and over again but it was buffing my frothing berserker which was on board which eventually after a few hits now had a positive attack instead of zero and killed the darn tiller because it did not have immune. Yeah, all they That's... did was play. So you you could you could still do it very very early if you're priest and you're running pint sized against aggro. It would it, in that case scenario it works. That's an so interesting tech choice. If your opponent has fifteen health on board and if uh, none of their attack is four or more. And if your board is empty... Oh, it's a lot of ifs. Yeah, so I, I think that that's fine. It, it, it's a lot of ifs, but it would have worked. It totally would have worked. And I, I was like, this guy's up to something. And so I was like, I had a couple choices. I think I had... Um, I can't remember what my choices were that turn, but I dropped the Berserker. Even I, like, I think I could have buffed my pirates with the captain, give them all plus one or plus one, plus one, or something like that. But instead to... Ch- I chose to play the Berserker, like, out of just because. Like, I, I figured something bad was going to happen, and if they're going to try the combo, this is going to help me. And they did, and it worked. So It was pretty five ahead of you. It was, and it worked, and it was an instant concede as soon as it attacked the Frothing Berserker. It was really funny. That's great. That's it great. didn't go for it right away, which was, which was funny. It was hitting everything else. Either way, it would have buffed it, but it, I, I was, like, super proud of myself looking around. Too bad I wasn't streaming that. <laughs> Too bad. Nobody saw. I see the replay. <laughs> That's, you got to share the replay. I'd like to see. Oh, yeah, I will. I'll put that in the you, Discord. So you can still do the combo now with uh, treachery, except you kill yourself. <laughs> so. Oh, that's how that would work. <laughs> you, you just kill yourself instead of your opponent now. Mm. Cool. Oh. New challenge. <laughs> it's too easy. It's too easy. No. Yeah, that'll be done right away before the show's over. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. We'll we'll get back to that. Hey. So I think there was one other little bit of news. I know there were a couple of things unrelated to like leaderboards and stuff, but I think it was Arena, and uh, nobody plays that. So let me let me bring up the one thing that you Hydra noticed late last night. We were chatting. Um, and we had a, you, I think you were on your Asia account and you got a, uh, daily quest. You're like, uh, do you have this? And I was like, no, I do not have this. 
Uh, fill us in. Yeah, so I was on Asia last night, and I was just playing around, and I logged in, and I had a new special quest that I had no idea was coming, and it said, Happy New Year. And uh, I'm like, hmm, did this show up because of Chinese New Year, or did this show up because... Like, I do all my daily quests, so I was kind of confused. Like, it, this can't be old. I don't really know what's going on. So I I, I was, I, I decided to ask the internet. But the very first quest was play five duels. And uh, you had to do, yeah, do that five times. And you get three card packs. So sweet. Did that. And then a new one popped up instantly. And... Oh, no, sorry. The first one was play one game of Battlegrounds. And then as soon as that was over, play five duels popped up and did that right away. And then it was play five games of Standard Ranked. And all of these quests give you three packs each of, I believe it's it's two uh, Dark Moon Fair packs and one Skolomance Academy pack. Gotcha. It seems yeah. like I think we all have it now, right? It just came to NA later. Yeah, maybe like just time zone wise, that's how it works. Nobody else was answering, but then later on, like, because I checked EU when I thought it should have shown up, but I still didn't see it. Hmm. I'm actually going to check it right now to see if it's there. But it was super easy to bust the mountain and it made me play duels, and I had a really good time playing duels. I never clicked the mode very often, but when the game makes me do it, I always have fun. I don't have it on mine. Look here. Um, I don't have it on EU either. I just looked. It's not there. I got it. Maybe, I mean, China is in Asia. If it's going to be a Chinese New Year thing, maybe it was exclusive to Asia. I heard some people I, are getting it on NA, so I wonder. I, I, don't I have know. it on NA. Oh, you, you have it on NA. How do you get it? That's not fair. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's, it's super confusing. I only got it on Asia. The funniest part gone. of this, right, is that Chinese New Year is in two weeks. It's on February 15th is when it starts. Uh, so I don't understand what this is either really late New Year or really early New Year. I mean, I'll take free packs. Uh, maybe, it was, maybe it just came to like, because <laughs> I see people in chat saying I got it on NA, I got it on EU. Maybe it shows up to the first, whichever server you log into first that day. I don't know. Okay, my last name is Wolf. Like all through my entire school career, I was always last in everything. So I'm just, I'm just expecting to get this in like three or four days. After all, y'all get it. So yeah, I don't know. It is what. It, hey, free packs. I'm not going to say no to that. Oh, I, oh, Mike. Uh, what? Mike has got it. All right. Yeah, I got it on NA now too. I just logged in on NA and I have it. So I've got it on NA and Asia, but not EU. I don't have it on EU. There's some mad, there's some mad science going on here. The funny thing is, like, they didn't do any sort of announcement uh, in terms of letting people know, hey, this is coming. We're we're all slow, slowly starting like to that. see this. Like, uh, do you get it? Did you get it? No. I remember a while back when people were starting to get like random golden legendary cards popping up, and I was yeah. like, I never got one of those either. <laughs> I got one. For real? Nice. I wish I did. What do they? Do you know why? I have <laughs> so my my energy. I want to explain two energies. One, <laughs> I feel like on their side, 
um, not to say his name, but he's just a leader. I feel like XR is like so sick of people's energy. He's like, you know what? Forget these kids. We're going to release stuff. And when they see it, they see it. <laughs> so flip the coin. For me, when I open my client or whatever, and I just see, bam, like a golden legendary. Shh, cool, cool, cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> me say nothing. <laughs> you don't say anything. They'll take it away. Right, That's they why might. I, they don't tempt fate. Mm-hmm. I feel That's like. why I did the quests right away. As soon as I saw them, I cleared them. Like, And it was play BGs, play five duels, play five standard. And this is on EU where I don't have a single standard deck at all because I only craft... Or no, Asia, sorry. I only craft, like, wild cards. So, but luckily, I guess just from opening packs for the recent expansions, I had 27 out of 30 of the the recent pre-built Demon Hunter. So, I just played that and picked three. I put a Boulder Fist Ogre and a Chilwin Yeti in it or something. I don't know. Dude, it was like, it's like 11 p.m. It's like, I get to do this real quick before they change their mind and take it away. (laughs) Yeah. Play five games of duels, five games of battlegrounds, and five ga- five games of standard all before you go to bed just to get the packs. Oh, oh yeah, jam it out. What do you say, Martian? Uh, see, like, is that always the spot where the legendary quests show up? Because like, NA is my account that had room for another quest. Mm-hmm. So could it be that if this was an accident, that it just didn't show up if you had a full quest log? Maybe. maybe although i've got one space on mine right now i think and it didn't show up i don't maybe i got to clear up my quests i don't know it's a sign they're mad at me for taking a couple of days off oh, <laughs> yeah it's it's odd because yeah it showed up on the very far left which i thought was weird because the very far right slots are always empty hmm. and so i always thought like as soon as this was a thing this screen that we have they would just plop them into the far right slot but it came up on the left like they like they, they have been on the right? sorry are they usually on the right i just don't remember i think they're usually on the left i just assumed they were going to be on the right because the far right slots the empty one all the time but is, i think they just it shoves everything over is it a daily or a weekly uh it's a daily huh Interesting. You know what? My left one is full and my right one is open. So maybe I need to uh, complete the left one. Hey, question. What right. do you guys have to do to complete your quest? Uh, it was um, play five standard ranked games, play five duels, and one Battlegrounds game. I'm on Battlegrounds right now. Wait. <laughs> Jamming that one out. Oh, does it show it one at a time? Yeah, one quest at a time. So it starts off with the battlegrounds, oh, oh, and then yeah. that'll disappear, and then uh, play five duels, and then that'll disappear, and then play five ranked, and that'll go Wait, away. So that was play, the last. play one battleground, get three packs. Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, no, no. oh. now I'm listen. I, here's the thing. Here's my kind of hot take on this. I I kind of like when they do this. Is hey surprise free packs? It reminds me of you know uh when these new set set was coming out they always do these um the streamers get to play it for a couple days first and the last couple times like everybody gets mad because it's like i mean the argument and i and i disagree with this but i still don't like it but the idea is hey the um the meta gets more solved when you get a bunch of famous people to play these cards before anyone else gets to see them and now 
Uh, everyone's going to already know what to try on day one. And so I kind of liked it when Dark Moon Races dropped. Like, they didn't do a, a stream reveal or anything like that. It was just a, um, you know, here you go. Now they're out. And so everyone had to experiment what's good, what's not. And, and so that's kind of fun. And so the same with this is like, uh, that's kind of cool that they didn't tell us. You just open it up and you have uh, some free packs. Like, dude, that's awesome. Oh, I I encourage them to do stuff like this. Some yeah, we're, we're being all shocked that oh, there was no notice. I didn't know this was coming. If I open my Hearthstone client and there's something free in there, just random, dude. I and I complaining. Yeah, yeah, bring it on. Yo, this like, is the way to do it because like you'll have people say it's a down part, a downtime, and then they just randomly bow, drop something out of nowhere. Now you got people who are always in the mix tweeting talking about it and then those circles those circles start going out and then start pulling people like me who aren't even online or whatever and then someone posted in some different discord and i was like wait a lunar what and then i saw somebody talking about it and that's when i came online i was like what the heck so <laughs> when they do random stuff I, i'm all for it i think they should i don't know when they change the approach but it's smart because why are you attached or tied to people who aren't working there like do what you're gonna do Drop it, let us see it, and when we see it, you work on your next thing. Like that's how it should be going. And I would imagine if this is for the Chinese New Year, that since that's not for a couple weeks now, that I guess it'll probably be around for a bit. Maybe that's why they just dropped it early. Maybe for um, some people, apparently, because you said you still don't have it. Uh, I do not, but yeah. I guess I guess you know we'll see. I don't have it on all servers, so it. It sound it feels like it must have been an accident. I I imagine they meant to have it come out later. Hey man, as long as they don't take them back, uh, you know Hydra. If you start noticing cards missing from your collection, let us know. <laughs> have they ever done that? I don't think they've ever like had us open stuff. And I don't. Take- I don't think they. That's such a. That's such just bad PR. Like you gotta just at, yeah. at that point, um, you there, gotta just let people have it. Yeah, there there was the the one where some epics nobody or some commons no one was playing turned into epics in your in your collection so you could disenchant them oh you could dust them i remember that yeah you could dust them and get extra dust because they were supposed to be commons but they turned epic so it's like hey get your dust if you got goldens do it (laughs) uh you gotta be careful when you do that stuff because i think when there's a fine line right when people uh know of an exploit and they That's purposefully true. exploit, and then you get your uh, account banned. That really sucks. It would suck. I didn't really think about that, but yes, <laughs> I, I I did exploit that one. <laughs> like, come on, you, you gave me epics. I wanted the dust, but it was what was funny was it was a druid card, I believe, and then I needed to recraft it to play a druid deck anyway, so I I netted nothing. Mm. Wait, so like, not. <laughs> player is gonna know like living roots i think is what happens to be so i feel like it would be weird to to punish somebody for that exploit i feel like they should just accept it if they've let it go yeah Yeah. omg game 69 is confirming yeah it's living roots yeah yeah that was pretty funny anyways all right well that's that's about it for the news uh if you guys get it let let us know uh if we figure out more they'll, they'll probably release something next week I'm excited for those Chinese New Year portraits. Dude, they look really good. Oh, yeah. They, they look do. really good. We can start playing some uh, <laughs> some Jade Paladin. 
that priest one looks so like smug and i don't know i love it it's gonna be my new uh, all priest all the time i love it yeah. priest priest always looks dragon, so smug if that dragon's <laughs> in the portrait this will be the first portrait that i actually want I'll, I'll go for it like that'd be cool but i think it just might be in the art so i'm not getting attached to it until i actually see it because mm-hmm. i'm the kind of person where I, i'll get i'm emotional i'll get extra salty so <laughs> i own it it's cool it will look a lot cooler if the dragon's in it yeah see you oh agree. yeah no 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 i agree i agree the dragon's dope you're right to be wary because it, it feels like a little far off but yeah, yeah. It looks so cool. It's like they got up, so I'm just staying far away. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the hero power animation will be different. Kind of like mm-hmm. when you're in Noyo and you make a little one-one dude. It kind of like plurps it out with some confetti or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll have a cool dragon make your your dagger. Mm-hmm. Speaking uh, of uh, hero portraits, have you guys played with that new what? It's not new, but like, uh, have you guys played with Spooky Uther recently with his new voice lines? Oh, I haven't heard them. Are they good? He rhymes now, like the Headless Horseman, and wow, I love it. Seriously? Uh, Yeah. Huh. You slayed. Well played. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's great. All right, I got to go try those out now. Nice. Tell us when you get back. Right. Hey, so let's uh let's talk about this deck of the week because we're we got a little carried away. Uh, so Martian brought an odd rogue deck. Uh, I'm just gonna put it up on the screen here. I'm excited to play this because I don't play that much odd rogue, and uh, this looks really fun. I'm currently at uh, 942 wins with rogue, and so I need something to play to get uh, some more wins. So for those people. I'm yeah, it looks good. Uh, for those people who are watching either on YouTube or live on Twitch, the deck list is on the screen. Uh, we'll post the the code um, in the chat. But uh, for those people who are listening to the audio version, I'll go through and read off the deck list, and then we will put the uh, code in the show notes as well. So real, real quickly here, there are two copies of Buccaneer, two copies of Deadly Poison, Two copies of Nitro Boost Poison, which is probably my favorite card from this new set. Uh, Patches the Pirate. Two copies of Prize Plunderer. Two copies of Secret Passage. Uh, two copies of Sinister Strike. Two copies of South Sea Deckhand. Two copies of Spy Mistress. Two copies of Tour Guide. Uh, two Argent Horse Riders. Two Volpera Toxin Blades. Two Wolf Riders. Oh my god, that's rad. Uh, two Cutting Class. Uh, uh, Leroy Jenkins, Lotheb, and Baku Moon Eater. Dude, Looks this is awesome. almost like the Kingsbane package with some of the odd rogue stuff and a bunch of charge, which this is cool. uh, this is this is pretty great. Yeah, I I never thought I would see no hench clan thug, but so like that's actually, uh, you guys can blame uh, Absolute for that. I don't know if you guys know Absolute. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He was uh, he was pointing out that Absolute like, seems to be in chat. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, he was uh, he was pointing out that like. Thug just is isn't good. It doesn't cut it anymore. Like the broom just kind of negates its relevance. Um, and uh, so everyone was putting in Argent Horse Rider now because it's good with Nitro Boost Poison. It upgrades Nitro Boost Poison and gives you a way to immediately deal damage with that um, with that uh, with that charge. And uh, the deck needs multiple things to upgrade the Nitro Boost Poison. Hench Clan is too um, is too slow now. 
probably. Uh, and uh, so the deck likes charge. Why not run Wolf Rider? <laughs> so like, <laughs> I, uh, I cut like the value minions. I'm not running any text like uh, Glacial Shard or anything in this list. It's, so it's like Sinister Strike, Wolf Rider, pointed at the face. And uh, I've had surprising success with it. I've played like 100 games in, uh, in Legend with it, and I'm like 60% right now. Nice. You know, cool. I, I like the so I like the Sinister Strike. I played a lot, like a lot of um, Odd Rogue, right before um, Galakrond's Awakening. So like it was really good. I actually got to my Legend boss like seven times and just kept falling back. Like I was playing so much Odd Rogue. Like Slizzle kept. He's like he's my cheerleader. He's like keep going, keep going. I love Odd Rogue. You know Slizzle. So this deck is sweet. I love that Sinister Strike because I did a tech. Um, it was a goofy one. It was like a six mana, seven mana minion where it's like plus two spell damage. And like they would always leave it on the board. They'd never kill it. So I get to attack with it, plus use the sinister strike with the damage, and it would just kill everybody. And it was awesome. But it would never win the, the boss battle. So it wasn't that great. But I love seeing this deck. I can't wait to watch later. Nice. Uh, what's what's nice about the sinister strike and like all the charging in this is how much yeah. draw Rogue has now. So like you like if you secret passage and you cut in class when you're looking for that last little bit of extra damage to for lethal, mm-hmm. you always find it because yeah. er, like every card in your deck is lethal. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that makes sense because uh, like I, there's so many times I've secret passage looking like I want in other de- row decks to just find my lethal right. Like you're you're looking to be able to, you know prep into just hitting him in the face with anything you got, right? So, no, I like it. Um, and I like also that it's not traditional. Like you said, the Hench Clan Thug is cut. I don't see I love uh, a, a Vile Spine Slayer. You know, yeah, that's slow. It, it's slow, but I mean, I love Vile Spine Slayer. Like, seeing that not there makes me a little sad, but this is a different game plan. That yeah, Vile Spine's a little more board control and mid-rangey right this mm-hmm. seems to be get them yeah like yeah. this is this is definitely a uh rogue has a lot of damage and a lot of draw now so let's point everything at the face type of list you can exactly. like i'm not like trying to claim that this is the best way to play odd rogue it's an mm-hmm. effective way to play odd rogue it's i've experienced very effective. It. but uh the uh like you could run like you know thug still or you could run evil miscreant you could run Wand thieves you can run jandis it's just a different. Hey, real quick, I, I like the Wolf Rider. I like the Sinister Strike. For me, where I'm at, we're not running the Thug or the Slayer based on what's available now. You had pointed out Broomstick, but we also we also have Nitro Boost. So with the cards you have, everything goes face. Those other cards, you got to play Thug. It's got to sit, and I don't see Broomstick in here. So you got to play Thug. It sits, and then with Slayer, it's a five minute card. And like those those two cards, you'll have two copies, right? So it's cards, and then <laughs> look at the other cards you could have. So you don't have healing and taunt in rogue anyway. So I like what you're doing, all in on the idea of I'm trying to get like 20 games in like in 15 minutes. Like this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you run into big taunt issues? Uh, so the idea is to to kill them before that matters. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of where the sinister strikes come in. You can get them low enough, and then if they're big priest or if they're like void collar uh, warlock type stuff, um, and they do get their taunt down, 
yeah. hopefully you can seek your passage or cut in class and find your last little bit of damage through Sinister Strike. But um, yeah. you, you do a lot of damage really quickly. But before Nate jumps in, Barnstein Blue, as a top-tier player, I want your opinion on this. Do you think... Um, so there are a lot of sites, a lot of sites, a lot of discords. Everyone's got a deck list, you know, deck.com, whatever. Do you think at some point we got to start moving towards the idea of, like, having, like, these categories, like, deck categories? Like, for example, this deck is straight face. Like, the question Hydra just asked, you said you want to win before you even see taunts. Like, should we start having sites where they categorize what type of game plan it is and then decks with it within mm-hmm. it? Because a lot of times... What bugs me as a viewer, watching you, watching other big streamers, people will come in, and you, you handle it beautifully, by the way, but, like, people come in and they'll critique, and they'll, sh- uh, I almost, I almost swore. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll poo-poo this idea or this deck that the streamer is playing instead of, like, asking about the deck and, like, why the deck is made and how it plays. They just come in with, like, these decks that they play or these cookie cutters, and they want you to change to that. Like, do you think we should move towards deck categories and, like, explaining decks that way uh yeah i think that like okay so there there's different sites there's one that have like more in-depth analysis of why the deck is the way it is and there's less there there's sites that are just kind of like this streamer is playing this this deck yeah so i, I guess it, it depends on the source um okay, okay. uh but yeah i, I think that like that maybe <laughs> what's that yeah, I could be describing something I want because, like, I, I like your deck here because, like, I see a lot of decks you make and other people make, and it's like people will come at you and it's like, no, you don't get like the point of the deck. Like, it, it does this purpose, not that, and they're just not used to like people like you who think differently. So, this is more yeah. props to you. I, I like your idea here. I like I that take. Think. I like that take a lot because I think. Uh, I mean, I ask this question all the time. It's like, hey, is there something that I need to know when I'm looking at this deck list that isn't obvious to me? And, you know, this one, particularly by the name, but like, oh, I'm going face with this. But sometimes in in the more like mid-rangey or combo decks, like you'll look at this and if you're not familiar with all of the interactions, you're like, why are you playing that awful card? And you're like, no, 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 it's it's in there for a specific reason. Uh, and I think it, it can be... I mean, dude, I stream like once or twice a month, maybe, and I don't like it when when people backseat drive. But if you're doing it on like a daily basis, and oh. you get people coming in there and being like, "Why do you put that card in your deck?" You're like, uh, I, I, because you know, and typically there's a pretty good reason, and it could be because I don't have you know X Y Z card and I'm subbing this one in. But I think more often than not, it's like, no, 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 this is my game plan. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's a good take and. A lot of the classes, like Mike is saying, uh, if I'm playing Rogue, maybe I'm playing Kingsbane, maybe I'm playing Odd, but maybe I'm playing like something more fringe, like Big Rogue or Secret Rogue or Stealth Rogue or something, you know, uh, something like that. And so when people question your choices, it's like, no, 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 this is this is my game plan over here. Well, at the same time, when it's turn five or whatever turn you're on for a traditional card that's going to be in the deck. Like when they're expecting your Vile Spine Slayer, they're expecting your Hench Clan Thug, you're, you're doing something different. Like when, they, when they're like, ha ha, here's my taunt, it has lifesteal, and you're like, ha ha, I have reach, right? Like I can get you yeah. Yeah. over top. They didn't expect that because they weren't used to, say, Sinister Strike being in the deck. That's one of the most fun things 
for me over the past couple of weeks in playing like viewer request decks was that um, like you're, you, you queue up against an opponent and you're playing cards that they don't expect. And so people right off the bat will mulligan incorrectly and uh, they don't know. Like if I'm playing a se- versus a secret mage or a Reno priest or whatever, like number one, I think any of us could probably identify typically what your opponent is playing within the first couple turns, assuming they play cards Right, but it's it, we've been playing long enough that you know I can identify. Oh, this is what I'm playing against, and so I know what my game plan is. And against Secret Mage or Reno Priest or whatever, like okay, this is this is the plan. But when I see like uh you know weird cards come down, I see a Wolf Rider come down in in this odd rug. I'm like uh wait wait a minute wait a minute something's something's uh. Oh, they double check what rank they're at. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but and I also think there's something I heard Blister Guy talk on this a long time ago. I, I know Hydra, you're a big big fan, and um, it, it, the concept of respecting your opponent I think is interesting. So I'm seeing people in chat right now saying like Ben Ben from work, right? Really good player. Uh, saying a while back he played Reno Rogue and everyone was like emoting him. And then I've got Schmoopy Daddy, also day one legend player, saying big even shaman, right? Uh, and hmm. there's it's arguable whether or not these decks are good, but like, um, I don't know, man. Everybody's got an opinion, and uh, like sometimes nobody wants to hear it, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, apparently, Otter's running a big dragon rogue. I want to see that. Dude, he farmed me with that today. Yeah. Uh, I beat him sometimes, but he's running a Nazdormu in it. So like uh I was playing uh <laughs> I was playing Reno Lock, right? And I have this giant hand with a bunch of different ways to answer. And so he'll like pull off his combo and the Nazdormu comes down, and I don't have any time to think about like how I'm gonna answer the, all these uh all these <laughs> dragons. <laughs> I lost at least one game just because of the Nazdormu. That's funny. I saw him post it earlier today and he said it was dust bait, but it looked awfully fun. Uh, it's fun for sure. Nice to play. Yeah. I, I imagine. Speaking of fun, this Smork deck, I, I was so excited. Like, yeah, so the, idea, like, uh, uh, the secret passage, and you find more damage, and then like Sinister Strike, and just oh my god, this looks crazy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is your take on Nitro Boost Poison? Is it like a? It's, it reminds me of unnerfed, unnerfed Cold Blood. It's really strong. I think it's. Um, I think it's a little harder to activate than combo. I, it's going to be situational, right? Like if you if it's in your hand in the beginning of the game, just like as you curve out, it'll be automatically upgraded. But like it's harder to upgrade off of like a secret passage or something like that um, than like getting benefit out of unnerved cold blood would be, just because mm-hmm. you've played secret passage, so now your combo works. Um, I also I, get like more than half of your deck is a one drop. As well, so it's a little hard to corrupt when your yeah. deck is all one. Well, yeah, like that's that's odd, you know. Uh, that's yeah. the thing with the, the Wolf Rider is like uh, Argent Horse Rider, good Volpera, good. What else? You know, like you can't corrupt Nitro Boost Poison with just two copies of two three drops in your deck. So you have to run mm-hmm. something else. And if you're gonna run the deck this way, like if there's another another three drop that fits this game plan more than Wolf Rider does, I don't know about it. I'd love yeah. to hear. <laughs> I mean, Wolf Rider goes face right away with the buff from the Nitro Boost. So yeah, mm-hmm. this is interesting, I, and I want to make a comparison. So our homie uh, Labore Sangre 
lately has been playing um, Scimitar Rogue. I, I don't know what else to call it. And I, I think a lot of Rogue's um, kind of, uh, I don't know, like the bulk of, of the deck is, is pretty solidified now where um, as long as I'm, because I've got easy access to weapons, whether it's Kingsbane or Odd or Scimitar or whatever, like... I can run the pirate package successfully. I can run the deadly poisons and the nitro boost and secret passage is just such a good card. Even after the nerf um, that like it, it's, it's pretty consistent. And so oh, this is just rogue doing rogue things. I, I love it. Um, this looks, this looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> so I, I'm is. looking forward to it. <laughs> How many games have you played with it? You said like a hundred played like a hundred. I could uh, pull up my stats right now. Ooh, Lotheb. So I'm sixty-three and forty-six with this deck. Nice. Okay. Okay. Nice. As a funny side note, uh, years ago when I was doing Into the Wild, we always used to ask people, "Hey, what is what is your favorite Hearthstone card of all time?" Uh, and and like seventy-five plus percent of the people all said Lotheb. So it's an old That's old favorite. favorite. Old favorite. That's my mine. favorite card. <laughs> it's probably my favorite, like just straight up disruption card of the game. Like if you, if you had asked me like what, so this well, Lotheb is from Naxxramas, right? One of the, f- the first uh, expansion or the first uh, adventures that it's still mm-hmm. seeing play what five years later or whatever. Yeah, That's awesome. That's actually, you reminded me, remember I said I had, I, w- I had to do duels uh, for one of the, the quests that we just had. Uh, the 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 Happy New Year quest you had to do five duels. Well, uh, I didn't have a lot of cards that f- fit a good duels deck, and so I, I picked Mage, and I was short one card from like a pre-built one that I found on HS Top Decks or something. I'm like, oh, I need one more card. Lotheb. Yep. Yep. I just I I had Lotheb in my collection. Let's do it. Lotheb in there. Straight up. Uh, so like I hated. The, uh, when they announced that they were going to do standard and wild, I was very disappointed. Like I like to play with all the cards. Uh, the one silver lining of that for me was, all right, at least I don't have to deal with Lotheb anymore. But, like fast forward, <laughs> fast forward a few years down the line, and the, like playing Reno Shutterwalk um, in wild back when Serenai Chain Gang still did what it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, that completely changed it for me i love playing lothab now it is easily my favorite card and my second favorite card is shutterwalk because it allows me to play more lothabs (laughs) (laughs) that reminds me i was playing uh casual to try to complete a couple of quests late last night and i went up against uh reno maybe no it was not reno i'm sorry it was just a straight up shutterwalk shaman with duplicates and people are running the new card from dark moon races the uh, one mana uh, was it like a one four that gives you armor or one three that gives you four armor, dude? My opponent, and, and this is with both of us getting armor. Uh, I was playing oh, some warrior deck, and 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 like, dude, my opponent got up at one point. Like, I was to the point where, like, all right, all right, w- clearly we're we're completing daily quests here, but like, I'm gonna let my opponent do this thing. Like, I, I want to let him have it. Let's let's see what this combo is, and this dude. Uh, got up to like 300 armor with this like infinite shutter walks. Uh, mm-hmm. It was yeah, insane. Hostage, hostage yeah. What's uh, the going already? 
I've got, uh, I was disappointed because I was trying to play out the full game and get them to play all the cards so that I could copy the deck list. And uh, <laughs> it, was, it was shy a little bit. Like, cause if, if, uh, for those of you who don't know, HS replay will give you the code for your opponent's deck if it knows what all the cards are. And so you, you really have to like play out the game, but, uh, I was short a couple cards, but it looks so fun that I kind of want to try it. I don't know. I mean, I'm 10 star, 10 star for life. Right. Uh, but it's so tempting to just not play the first week. Let all the tryhards like get into legend. I usually will try to grind out legend week one, uh, wait until like week two and take like Shutterwalk shaman to legend or something like that it would be so rewarding. I'd probably break my computer out of frustration, but it the seems only like problem so- with, with that, I think, well, I guess if everyone's in Legend, they'll be versing Legend. But don't you still go against... You would still be going against people that had the same star bonus as you, even if you wait two weeks? Same star bonus, but uh, typically there's there's already a bunch of people in, in Legend by that time. So I don't know. It, it may be different with this new MMR system. I'm really not sure. But uh, I will say, like, trying to grind out Legend day one is a lot more difficult as it is, like... Oh, a week later. Uh, hey, can I say something before I forget it? Yeah, yeah, of course. Because we have Marshall here, and you just said it. So, day one, Marshall went. Lost your audio. Yeah, we can't hear you over there, Mike. Uh, cutting out, yeah. I'm cutting out? You're good now. Oh, I apologize. Um, Marshall, I put out a tweet on the first of the um, talking about, you know, the stress of, you know, 11 star. Not that it's hard to get legend, but just like, Legend Star isn't all it's cracked up to be. And then on day one, right before I got Legend, I was just kind of like this little kid, like this little voice, like, hey, like, don't say that. I was like, hey, <laughs> I'm like, I didn't get Legend yet. Don't don't say it's that bad. And then I enter Legend at rank 80, and then I proceed to take literally 18 days off in a row. <laughs> how, how far did you decay? Boy. So for 18 days off, I went from rank 80 to like 292. That's not but, bad. Wow, that's not bad at all for decay. Jeez, still top 300. But then, but then I was playing, and it was the same old decks, and I was just like, all right. And Nate, that's where I got that that Re- Reno ETC Dragon War. I was like, I'm tired of all the same stuff. I need something crazy, some random different. Yeah, yeah. I went 7-0, be Seeker Mages, took another few days off. Come back and I'm just like, you know what? Like, let's play standard. Let's take Martian Device. That's our tweet. And then I was like, you know what? I think he was right. Like, I think 10 stars where it's at. Like, I was like, I'm like Martian. I, I want to trade it in. <laughs> yeah. I don't know uh, if he will, but I, I think I'm going to. <laughs> the, the 11 star bonus, like, is, especially when I finish higher, because I've noticed that I've noticed a difference from when, like, I end in top 10 and when I end at, like, 150. Uh, like, you you queue against like three people the whole time. You wait like five minutes in bronze. Like I have to wait like five minutes in bronze to find a game, and it's to, against the same person. So like I queued against the same person a lot uh, in August after like Broken Darkler. Uh, I finished like I think ninth that month, and uh, I was trying to like do something fun to Legend, but I couldn't. Oh, it was Dead Man's Hand. I was trying to Dead Man's Hand to Legend. <laughs> I couldn't. Because mm. most of my opponents were that same person who knew what I was playing. So like mm. they started uh, they started playing Dark Lair, which Deadman's hand farms, and yeah. switched to um, 
uh, Reno lock, which it has a lot of trouble with. And it's like, I'm not going to get mad at them for switching to a deck that can beat their only opponent, but why does the system work that way? Like, why why am I punished so much for doing well? I feel like yeah. if you do well, you should be happy. But, like, I don't want to wait five minutes in bronze to find a game. Like, give me the right. give me the old Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, even if you dumpster yourself on purpose, say, next season, you may not lose the 11 star right away. <laughs> Because it's forgiving, right? You're allowed to have like an off month or whatever. So they may be like, oh, 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 he, you know, he didn't do as well this time. We'll, we'll let him keep that 11 star. No! <laughs> no, this is interesting, right? Because Blue Train, Blue Train's a good friend of mine, and he, and we'd gone back and forth with that same argument where he's like, it's kind of miserable to play 11 stars because. Like you said, you're queuing against the same opponents. They're harder matches. They're uh, long queue times. Uh, but then there's that flip side, right? That like I worked so hard to get this, and um, do I really want to let it go now? And now I'm afraid to queue into a ranked match because if I lose, then I'm gonna, you know, you lose ranks. And um, but it was interesting because he sort of, I think, I mean, I, I don't want to speak for him too much, but. Uh, had basically kind of threw it one month and didn't think they were going to give it to him. And he, they, he got it the next month anyways. And so I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not quite sure what the magic behind the curtain is here. I like, I don't know. Like I want to be able to both try for a rank and have a pleasant experience afterwards. It just, it's weird to me that like, I don't know. I don't know if those two things go together. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you you bother to reset the ranks. You bother to put me back in bronze, but then you don't let me play against other bronze people. You know, like the whole point of the tiered system is to put you where your like a little bit your skill, but also your time investment is worth. You know, like that. That's where that's the whole point of the rank system. Yeah. Uh, So, like the uh, if. If that's not, if that's not what it is, if it's really the hidden MMR, why do we have the rank system in the first place? And I feel like they know that people don't like this because if you're not legend yet, you don't get to see your opponent's rank. Mm-hmm. I think that they, I think that they know that people would not like this system if they could see it, so they hide it from us so that it doesn't frustrate us. But like, mm-hmm. I, I don't like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I think uh, you, this whole system should. Switch over to uh, I don't know if you guys watched this show. It's a season one of Yu-Gi-Oh. So like, you got your deck with you. You walk around. You see somebody. You battle them. Forget MMRs and tears and all that. Yo, let's go. You got a collection. I got a deck. You got a deck. Let's go, man. <laughs> that way, you know, it's like Pokemon like too. Hey, just hey, I'm gonna go to wait the... five minutes for a match. Like <laughs> he's ready. Like, you have a line of people. Like I'm about to rank up, kids. Let's go. <laughs> Yep. Say like like Pokemon? Oh, I was just saying, it's like Pokemon. Hey, let's go over to Pallet Town. I'm just gonna, hey, let's battle. Uh, you know, who's, <laughs> who's, the, the, who's the gym leader? Hey, uh, eye contact challenge. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, theoretically, the purpose of the friends list is to acquire friends and uh, battle them randomly. Yeah. Well, if, yeah. There's no more. We, yeah, I was gonna say, if only we had uh, 80 gold quests again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but see, Martian, like, I have 201 friends, so therefore mm-hmm. I can't use a list because then all my friends are in a tent. Mm-hmm. Feels they bad, get man. That, they get up that <laughs> friends list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
All right. Well, let's um, let's let's move on a little bit. I I really like this list. It looks like a lot of fun. Is b- before we before we kind of wrap up the show and get into this co op portion where we play it. Is there anything special about this that we need to know in terms of, you know, strategies or or mulligans or matchups or just a- anything advice wise for this? Like, what what would you keep in your opening hand, for example, like patches or. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think so. I drew him a lot this past week. I've had, I've had some, I've had some patches days in the past, but it's felt weird this week. He's felt like he's hung out in my hand a lot more than he used to. Um, but yeah, no, you don't want to keep patches for sure. Uh, you do want to keep literally any other pirate in your opening hand for the sake of getting him out of your deck on turn one, though. Right. So I will. I will keep any pirate over not a pirate for the purposes of getting uh, patches out of the deck. Uh, Buccaneer is like the one that you want because he curves into your weapon. So you play Buccaneer on turn one, and then on turn two, your hero power becomes Fiery War Axe because uh, Buccaneer is on the board. Gives the plus one attack to your weapon. Um, Deckhand is also fine. Um, I'll still play him on one, even if he doesn't get charged because you want to get patches out of the deck. And same thing with Plunder. Plunder is better off of like Secret Passage once you've played a bunch of cards in the turn, right? Because uh, like he does more damage the more cards you play. Um, but he's still uh, a turn one pirate that will pull patches out. So I will keep him and play him on one for no effect value just to get patches out. It's still a two one, right? It is still a two one. Yeah, with a cute and then. Uh, and if a mage ends up using their turn two or a coin to paying a two on, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> not the word. Well, that, <laughs> that's just the, that's the thing is like against certain matchups, if they're gonna like coin and druid hero power or mage hero power, your buccaneer. So what? You know, like they've wasted their coin to remove your two on. Spy mistress and tour guide are also very good on one. Uh, if I have, like, the rest of it is just kind of like, what's the rest of your hand? So, like, if you have something to play on one that's good, and uh, you're, like, on the coin, for example, uh, you can keep, like, Nitro Boost and Wolf Rider um, uh, just because you have something to play on one, and then you have something to coin out to upgrade your Nitro Boost, so your Nitro Boost is live. Ooh, yeah, uh, yeah. And then, then on, like, three, you could play Hero Power... Um, Hero power nitro boost if any of your minions have survived or save it for later if they haven't. But uh, I've kept cutting class very situationally. Like it's got to be with like a god hand of some kind where you have some combination of nitro boost, deadly poison, way to upgrade it, something to play on one. Uh, If you know that your your attack, the attack of your weapon is going to be high enough, uh, cutting class can be okay to keep. But it's very rare. Uh, Your hand has to be amazing. Um. And then secret passage again, especially on the coin. If you're um, if you're up against a slow matchup and you have something to do early on, uh, secret passage is your refill for later. So yeah, yeah, good to keep that. When uh, I mean, I understand that this is a primarily a face deck, but I sort of struggle with the with it. And I think aggro decks a lot of times are are really difficult to play just because these like micro decisions can greatly impact the game. So I guess what my question is, is when, particularly with your weapon, but your minions as well, when do you go face versus when do you work on board presence? Uh, do you guys know QB? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, 
Hubie shared some wise words with me uh, once about Odd Demon Hunter, which was uh, face goes minions, minions go face. So uh, you want to use your dagger to clear off your opponent's minions and keep your minions on board. Uh, you also have to think about, like, am I, what am I protecting? So, like, if you're in a situation where you have to give up one damage to protect one damage, why did you give up a damage? Um, so, like, you think about, like, you want to you wanna protect, like, um, your important things on the board from what your opponent is going to, like, remove or whatever, but if you're sacrificing more damage from your weapon to protect less damage from your board, it's not worth it. So uh, you just have to, like, I frequently trade with my weapon. I rarely trade with my minions, but I will do it sometimes. And you just have to think about, like, is it worth giving up this damage that could have gone face uh, to save my board? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's always those decisions and at the it could be the end of the game where if you had two more damage that you did push face maybe you could have won that game because you weren't being aggressive enough that one that one's got me it recently yeah. they actually had one health left because i was trading too much and i'm like Argh. if i only went face just a little more so yeah it's, well there's also the concept right that if if your minions are like one for one and you don't have a weapon like, make your opponent trade, right? Like, why yeah. should I trade? Make them do it. Yeah, you never want to make a trade that your opponent's going to make on their turn. Heck yeah. yeah. They're, they're going to do it because you're the aggressor, so they're going to trade for you. Right. So this is interesting. Someone had, I mean, I, I had played a lot of Kingsbane, uh, I don't know, a month or so ago. I love Kingsbane. Uh, I'm not super good at it, but I absolutely love that deck. And uh, early on we were not running any saps in that deck at all. And people were asking that same type of thing. Like, Hey, how come uh, no sap? It's like, well, when they're dead by turn five, then you don't need sap. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, that's, that's interesting though. And, and I think that it's these style of deck. It's, it's a lot more complicated than just go face all the time. Uh, Cause that's not going to work when they kill all your minions and all you've got left is a, you know, a buff dagger every turn. So good concepts. Yeah. Uh, this may be the time that I have to break down and craft Baku and gold. I've been avoiding it, <laughs> but uh, it might be the time. It might be the time. It's free. Uh, it's free value. Uh, if you have a golden Baku, you have a golden hero power. Have golden pure power, anyways. Though that's the problem. <laughs> oh, well. Wait, but do you hold on? If if you have a golden hero, but a non-golden Baku, does it go to a regular hero power? I don't think so. I think like when something would conflict, it favors gold. Because that would be lame. I oh, think well, it, there I is think a, it used the, to. I, I know with the Death Knights, if yours isn't gold, it goes to a plain one when you already had gold. That, that one is, kind of bumps me out. That is true. Yes. I don't know why they had to do that to me. Well, Nate, you don't have that problem because you crafted all the Death Knights in gold. Uh, yes, I did. Uh, and no, no, I never crafted Genin Baku in gold. I probably should. Um, I don't know. I'm I, missing. Uh, I'm missing one gold Death Knight. Can you guess which one? 
Yeah, I'm gonna go with shaman, but uh, oh, that's my just yeah. my guess. Yeah, it's it's. I, I don't have thrall, dusty, or gold. I have them regular. I have a complete collection, but I don't have them in gold. I have all the other ones. Ah, uh, nice. So, so yeah. Let's, what is your? We're, we're waiting for Mike to get back. What is your hot take on on golden cards? Good, good, uh, bad, waste of money, or what? Well, everyone has different situations, right? Um, so I would say if you get a lot of joy out of golden cards, then you should craft golden cards. Uh, especially like some people like to hang out with just a few decks. Like they have like their their couple of things that they really enjoy. Um, most Hearthstone cards are bad, so you don't need all of them. Uh, you can spend your extra dust towards having fancier cards of the cards you like. Yep, that's the thing you like. I like that take, and I that was one of the things that like I really enjoy Kingsbane, for example, and most of the pirates are like commons uh, or rare. You know, like it's not that expensive to craft them in gold and neutral or neutrals, right? Where you could, yeah, so you can play them in in multiple decks. And so when I look at this, I'm like, oh, I've already got Leroy and Lotheb and Cutting Class and uh, Tour Guides, so having some utility, I think, is nice. So Schmoopy Daddy in uh, in chat is reminding me. Um, <laughs> I uh, I was coming through my collection. I think I was just building uh, Mill Rogue is what it was um, recently, and I noticed I have one golden gang up, and uh, I have one golden of lots of things. But most things don't come out of adventures, and gang ups do. So like somewhere along the line, I crafted a single golden gang up. I don't have two. I just like crafted one golden gang up for some reason i uh reno deck i no like why would you put gang up in a reno deck though i don't know <laughs> uh, it turns because out you wanted to complete a challenge i guess so uh, I my biggest theory right now is that like i uh, i used to really love mill rogue back in the day um my guess is that like i got excited for um for having that deck golden and didn't wait until i had all the dust like i usually do I just crafted one golden gang up and got bored of the deck before I finished. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Stopped halfway. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. All right. Well, I think let's let's wrap it up here. Uh, for those of you who are interested in learning more about this deck, when the show is over, we're going to take this deck for a spin on the uh, wild ladder. I'm not quite sure who's going to pilot it tonight, but we'll have fun doing it either way. The co-op gameplay uh, will end up on YouTube, so if you can't watch it live tonight, you can partake later. Um, cool. Th- yeah, thanks Thanks for sharing this. So this looks like a lot of fun and something different than I normally play, so I'm excited. Uh, the next thing up, right? So this is, we've done it for the last three weeks now, is a listener challenge. And oh, yeah. these these have been fun. Now, the problem that we've had is that uh, apparently we made them too easy because mm-hmm. uh, I love you guys, Seth and and um, Megamog and a couple others. We we created these challenges, and here's the idea, right? We'll give you we'll give you some kind of challenge. Um, whoever does it first will gift you a couple of packs, like kind of a no- nominal gift, but uh, you get bragging rights and. Uh, 
they were just too easy. So here's, yeah, I know you guys uh, just, just crushing them. And so I believe the first challenge was to get lethal with a novice engineer, of course, and they made it super easy. Okay. All right. Let's do something more difficult. Lethal with a doomsayer. And then the, these guys within an hour of the show being in, like over this podcast hasn't even posted to iTunes or whatever yet. These guys posting in our discord. Oh, we did it already. And so then we had Hazer on the show and Hazer made a comment to the effect of, uh, Hey, it's really difficult to get five ETCs on the board at once. And so we made that our <laughs> challenge one hour. It took these guys to, to do this. And so like, damn. clearly we're doing something like we're making it too easy, making it too easy. So we need to come up with something more difficult. Oh, I got you. Uh, and so, <clears throat> yeah, I, I'm interested. This is time. I like, got the solution. I yeah. really do. All right, all right. What? Yeah. So, what is your what is your take on this? Something that's a little bit harder. And then before you before you say your solution, I, one other mm-hmm. one other sort of problem that we've had is because these guys were able to do it, guys or gals, I really don't know. Not that it matters. We're able to do this so quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, I don't know, fair is the right word, but uh, listeners of the podcast. So this we. For those of you that don't know, we record the show live Friday night. Typically, the podcast goes live on either Saturday or Sunday, and then people listen to it throughout the week whenever it's convenient, right? And mm-hmm. so by the time people listen to it, like they have already completed the, ch- the challenge like days ago at mm-hmm. this point. And so do we either say, hey, there's going to be uh, two winners, someone you know, immediately who watched it live and then someone later, but then how do we, um, how do we, how do we, how do we police that, you know? And then the other thing Mm -hmm. is like, clearly these challenges have been too easy. And so something, I want to do something difficult, like hard, hard. I got both solutions. All right. Rock and roll. I I mean, I want to hear from all you guys, but Mike, yeah, you go first. No, no. I, cause I feel like I'm not saying mine will win, but I feel like mine are very good. So I will let everyone else go first out of respect. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. So oh no no Martian. any no anything Martian. but but yeah well, all right Martian what do yeah, you Martian, think? Martian, uh, you could have it be the person who's done it the most. So like at the end of the week, mm. if you've done it, like the person with the most screenshots of completing the challenge wins it. Ooh. Um, uh, that could be a grind. As, yeah, I guess it could be a grind, <laughs> but I don't know how else you would do that. Uh, as far as a a, a challenge. Um, I could see like destroy three thousand armor in one go with a plate breaker, but especially now that you can give your opponent armor. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 You could shutter walk them up to a lot of armor. Interesting. Yep. That's cool. Okay. <laughs> I'm a big proponent of think outside the box solutions, and so I I, I enjoy hearing this stuff. Chat. Yeah. Okay. Chat over here is is like crickets now. Okay. The chat has been popping off the entire show, and now everyone's. Like, if you guys have ideas, you feel free to post them while, while we're talking about this. I just, um, what, what you thinking? The only thing that I can think of to really change it up where there can be more than, say, one winner would be if there was two challenges. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing mm-hmm. I can really think of is we announce one at the end of the show, like we've been doing, and... Mm-hmm. All the people that are going for it, racing for it right away, they can go for it. They can see who gets it first. And then 
possibly we can release another one on Twitter, possibly mm-hmm. later in the week. Okay. Like, wait a few days. Or, because it, it's really hard because it de- depends on your work schedule, whatever. Maybe you don't get to listen to the show till exactly. next Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, so you could do a raffle. Like, it could just be if you've completed the challenge, then you're entered in to win the pack. Oh. That's I kind of like cool. that. So it, I mean, we're paying for this out of pocket. Not that it's super expensive, but it it starts to add up if we start awarding multiple winners. So that's a really good idea, Martian. I like that. Uh, we could. So what? Okay, that's that is good. I really enjoy that. We could still do. Uh, it's hard to say. I like the idea of whoever completes it first. But yeah, it could add up if we're doing that and a raffle. But we can we can discuss hmm. it. Or we could just do the raffle. I think that's a pretty interesting concept of everybody, anybody that does the challenge post that you did it. And then we would pull a winner from those who did it. Like we could do a wheel decide or something. I don't know. Okay. Mike, Mike, what is, what is your grand plan? All right. So you guys kind of sort of cracked into it. So here's the thing. We have a challenge where we have this blessing of a live crowd. And then somebody who's going to listen to the show Wednesday. So we shouldn't limit the challenge to like the first one who does it gets it. It's exactly what you guys had started to talk about. When you finish a challenge, that's your entry into the contest next Friday. This way, everybody who listens to our show and somehow, God bless you, <laughs> you get the challenge done in 60 minutes. Now you're entered to be in the name for a raffle like Martian or Hydra said. Was it Martian or Hydra? Martian, said it first. Yeah. Martian, Martian, yeah, yeah, all right. Um, look at that top tier player, top tier idea. It's awesome. So <laughs> I knew we had you on you the show. You get entered for a into a raffle, <laughs> so that will solve the issue of multiple people getting it done. And we're trying to figure out who gets it first, who gets paid. That's no problem. Um, so the way this can work, I think, is it'll, it'll help everybody out. And then what was our second issue? My brain is. Oh, oh, just it, what challenge? It's just making something more difficult. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you guys cool if I put this challenge out? Because this is going to be tricky. Uh, I don't even know what it is, man. Ready? Shoot your shot. It's awesome. awesome. (laughs) You got to take to enter this raffle. You have to take a screenshot of yourself attacking for lethal with a one mana dark moon rabbit. Oh, I don't see anybody completing that in one hour. I've been sitting on that for six days. <laughs> yeah. Lethal with yeah. the one mana Dark Moon Rabbit. And so I, it has to, I like, I also like that it's got to be, you got to attack for it. Because what we saw early on was people mm-hmm. conceding. Yep. And so this, so does it, 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 it has to be a one mana, but you could buff it mm-hmm. potentially, right? I guess yep. we. Don't, I don't want to give anyone any ideas. So okay. okay. Oh, no, 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 yeah, don't. don't say it because I already I, just I came up with ways to do it. Don't. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So, so wait, wait, wait. So the here's here's the rules, right? You gotta prove that you attacked for lethal with a dark moon rabbit that cost one mana. Mm-hmm. If you if can it be a zombiest? Uh, uh, it's exactly what Nate said. It's exactly what Nate said. <laughs> so that's, a screenshot. That's, that's a no. The Dark Moon Rabbit costs one mana. You attack for lethal. Boom. Yeah, if either screenshots, I think I would probably be okay with also a video or or an, an HS replay if you accidentally missed the... But we have to see it hit face. 
I like that. I like that. A couple of classes you can do it in. I'm ready. Well, and I, I like that too because it's not. Uh, I th- some of the feedback that we received was, "Hey, if you do some uh, challenge that requires me to own like a certain like legendary card or whatever, it's like then we um, it's sort of bias against people who don't have a large collection." Uh, but- but I think that this I is okay. Hey, it's it's an epic, you know. It's an epic. What's your challenge? We can, All right. So, well, tell us offline. Tell us offline because we maybe we we'll use it for so, next week. Real quick for the audio listeners, the, the the thing Nate just said, I understand that. But as the content creators, Martian can understand this. Like us podcasters, we're trying to put out content. It does become like a lot of pressure, weary. If every time, every time we try to do something, ready, I'm going to do a tournament. Oh well, don't make it this way because of my collection. All right. We're gonna do a fun contest. Well, don't make it this, this way because my collection. It's like, all right. Well, when can we start having fun? I understand. <laughs> I understand that critique. But there are some times where we, as a content creators, we just gotta be like, you know what? This is what it is. We're gonna do this, and then let's go. So. Oh yeah, like one week, maybe you can't. You don't have the card, so you can't participate. But then the card, yeah. the challenge changes every week, so you could do a yeah, yeah, the next week's challenge maybe. I like it. Yeah, yeah the first two were novice engineer and doomsayer. Everybody by now usually has those cards so maybe we'll pick one this week that doesn't that's a card maybe people don't have and then we can go back to something different the next time so yeah i like it we can switch it up like we're gonna have this listener league the rules are different every week like everyone's able to play in that we're gonna have these contests if some cards are more rare than others sure but like martian said there's gonna be a new contest a new contest next week like it's just for fun like i'm excited for it like i want to make sure we're putting out a product where like everyone's having fun like like this, this podcast is cool. Like I'm excited for this episode. Thank you, Marshall, for being here. Before we get out of here, man, this is cool. Yeah, yeah, this is a lot of fun. This is a lot of fun. Um, okay, okay. So we're clear on what the what the challenge is this week, right? Just mm-hmm. one last time, one last time. The challenge is lethal with a dark moon rabbit that costs one mana. You've got to show us proof. Uh, screenshot, video, HS replay. Also, uh, one thing I want to be really clear on is the location where you share it with us. Uh, I want it in the discord. We created a new channel this week called contest entries. Please put it there because what happened last week was, mm. and this is not a bad problem to have. This is kind of great is that the discord has been so like popping that uh, people posted it in like the main lounge chat or whatever. And within a day or two, it like, I couldn't find it anymore. I had to ask people, hey, who did it and where is it? Because I can't find it. And thankfully, we've got awesome people that pointed it out. But, like, uh, please post it in the contest entries section so that we can actually find it. Because otherwise, we're going to miss it. Um, so, yeah, big shout-outs to Megamog and to Seth, who who we just awarded both of them because they did it so close to each other last time. Uh, but anyways, this, so this week going forward, please post your results in the contest entry section of the born to be wild discord. All the links are on our website or everywhere else. And, um, whoever also does sh- it will, it will put you in a, in a, you know, raffle for yeah the, mm-hmm. the winner. We'll announce it on next week's show. Yeah. I was going to say shout out to anybody who still did a lot of people still did the challenge, even though it was over. That was uh, super cool. I love yeah, seeing Ben Arstone posted something about doing it a few others posted something about doing it like just for fun like they knew Instagram it was over, ben. yeah so like i thought that was pretty cool just jamming yeah. it anyway just part of the club 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I love that. I love that. And I think this rewards people who want to still partake. And, and honestly, like the gift of a couple packs, it's nominal, right? It's more about the bragging rights. Uh, yeah. But I think that at least this way, it doesn't punish people who, you know, so, some people like to go out and like do stuff on Friday night or stay in and do stuff on Friday night and not watch the show live. And mm-hmm. uh, that's fine, you know? So, all right. I like no, it. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's, I find it personally a little offensive, but uh, no, <laughs> God, joking. So, anyways, we have some fun things in store for you guys planned for the next couple of months. I don't think we're quite ready to unveil yet, but Mike and I spent a long time talking today. We've got some pretty awesome ideas in store. Uh, some great guests coming up. And some mm-hmm. neat ideas for a lot of things. Please stay tuned over the next week or so for a uh, listener participation survey that kind of asks what you know, what do you want to see as part of the show. Um, and please feel free to be candid, share your thoughts with us. Um, it's we're not going to put you on blast, and you can say good things, you can say bad things. If constructive criticism is appreciated, and so if you've got ideas, you know, we're happy to listen. Uh, if you want to just tell us that we're awesome, that's cool too. But, you know, I, I think if there's things that we could do better, we're happy to hear that. So anyways, Hey, Martian, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. Like it has been an absolute blast. Uh, we meant to go for two hours and we hit almost three, uh, which is how much that just shows how much fun we're having. And I think that's, mm-hmm. that's what I like the most about the show is that it's just so I have a great time doing it. It's enjoyable hanging out with everybody. And so, um, we really appreciate your time. It's really good talking to you for people out there who are interested in following you or following your content. Um, where can they find you? Oh, first of all, thank you guys so much for having me on. It has been really fun for me as well. I love coming on and talking to you guys about stuff. Um, so you can find me Martian boo Martian spelt like from Mars and boo B U U on, uh, all by that, uh, that same word on Twitch and on Twitter and on YouTube. Awesome. Everybody go check them out. Sweet. Yes, absolutely. Uh, definitely go watch them invade ladder. It's a lot of fun. I, I love watching you personally. I just, one more time will say that your pleasure to watch. I love your demeanor is so calm that, uh, I don't know. I, I find it personally really enjoyable. It's very chill atmosphere. Learn a lot from watching you play and I personally get a lot more out of it watching someone uh, high level play, enjoying themselves versus someone who gets angry and yelling and stuff. So <laughs> oh, I really appreciate that. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, Mike, where can people find you? Real quick, I want to toss it to Hydra. We got a special announcement. Toss to Hydra. Yeah, all right, Hydra, where can people find you? Everyone can find me here every single Friday night at 6 p.m. Uh, uh, what? Where do we live? The, the West Coast. Everybody, come us check us out. Uh, Six PM Pacific time. That's where I'm always at. Also, you can find me on my personal Twitter and Twitch at Hydralisk underscore HS, and always in the Discord. Uh, if you're not in the Discord already, come check it out. We got all sorts of different channels. Lots of good people. We got all the deck lists that are going on, whether it be memes or. Uh, the top tier deck lists. We post all the different Tempo Storm Vicious Syndicate stuff is in there. We got lots of discussion for every single class for all the decks happening 
all the time. I can't it's even a great keep resource. Up with it. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. can't keep up with it. So come check it out. It's it's a good time. Rock and roll. All right, Mike. We got we got a fun plan for you guys uh, for the month of February. So Hydra, I apologize. We didn't get a chance to talk about this yet, but I I think that it's going to be a great opportunity. And so uh, surprise, Mike. I'm going to throw pass it over to you. All right. So like Nate had said, uh, Hydra, we didn't plan it behind your back. We were just excited about it. And uh, pre-show, I kind of forgot, but we're ready to roll out. We're ready to roll this out. Um, so, born to be wild. All of February, we're gonna have guests that are black Hearthstone players. Quick round of applause. Quick round of applause. Just... Now, not making this a big spectacle, but we do want to take the opportunity to bring people that may not have an opportunity to get onto a show onto the show, and then give them that platform to discuss, um, you know, their walks of life, uh, where they come from, how they see the world, how they see the community, anything that makes them comfortable. And I'm really excited to do this. So our first guest for Black History Month next Friday, February 5th, is none other than Breadsticks. Everybody give a shout out to Breadsticks. I'm so excited for this. If you guys don't know Breadsticks, uh, he plays many different games. uh, Overwatch. He's playing some Valorant. He plays Legends of Ruterra. But he definitely plays Hearthstone, and he loves some wild. So I'm excited to have him on. Breadsticks is a cool dude. Yeah, I'm excited. I think this is a really great opportunity. I think it'll be a lot of fun, and I'm, I'm excited. So... Uh, Sounds yeah. great. Yeah, this mm-hmm. this will be great. This will be great. Awesome. All right, because you know, there's, there's sometimes there's like conversations out there behind, uh, you know, behind walls about like different colors and different clicks. So this will definitely, you know, um, pull back the curtain, break down some barriers, and show the community that we are really an inclusive podcast. We're not just saying it just to trick people or get Patreon. Like we're not really playing games. Like if you guys are in the Discord, you see how how close in there, how cool everybody is. So. I'm really excited for this. Uh, I'm glad Nate was open to the idea. I think, actually, no, Nate actually, <laughs> if if I put this right, um, Nate actually called me really excited about it. And it was cool because I had been thinking about it, but I didn't even approach Nate yet with it. So shout out to Nate. So, yeah. you know, I, I, all the I'll brothers, out there, all the brothers, it wasn't even me. It was Nate. So, yo, thanks, Nate. Uh, uh, I appreciate I'll it. On that because I, Nate actually did call me yesterday and and brought it up to me yesterday so i, I did know i did know oh. that, that, okay, that we, okay. we, we had talked about it. It, if we hadn't finalized anything and it's trying to yeah, yeah. between the three of us trying to play catch up you know or tag all the time it's, it's a little bit difficult but had right. the idea you know and so i was i'm just excited you know i think it's going to be a great opportunity so yeah it's going to be great yep sounds good i like it anyways hey mike where can people find you by the way Oh, yeah, uh, that was my whole time. Um, you guys can find me here and on Twitch uh, at MikeLowTV. Like I said, I just got a, a capture card. Uh, I'll be playing some Switch games. Uh, I'm excited for it. I'll be playing all kind of games. Let me shut up. By the way, yeah, I hear we may have some Dragon Ball Z in the house. Oh, yeah, Martian Blue told me. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. Ah, it's going to be sick. Uh, yo, Black Rot's coming back, baby. <laughs> I don't care what they say. <laughs> <laughs> all right hey so you can find me uh primarily on twitter at nate wolf tcg it's n-a-t-e-w-o-l-f-e-t-c-g more importantly you can find the show and everything related at born to be wild hs.com again that's born to be wild hs.com if you go to the website it's kind of the easiest uh kind of hub to find all of our stuff and so rather than give you guys links to the discord links to the youtube and all that stuff Go to born to be wild hs.com. You can read about us. You can read about uh, what we like and who we are. You got links to the discord links to the YouTube links to all of the other stuff that we do. 
and uh, yeah, we, we really enjoy doing the show every week. We really enjoy interacting with people. It's been an absolute blast. We've met so many people and made so many friends and had an absolute uh, just wonderful time doing this. And so thank you all for coming out. Uh, and of course, as tradition, I uh, have to do this, y'all. And now, unrelated thing. advice. With Nate All right, guys, I got a I got a question to ask. So, as the uh, you know, sitting here for for a long weekend, trying to enjoy some family time, and uh, one thing I like to do this weekend is to sit down and and cook a specialty meal. And so, uh, I'm looking for recipe ideas. When you guys want, like, when you're you know, that old good old fashioned like craving what do you what is your favorite like home style recipe what do you what is your go-to like make it yourself i'll start with you mike sorry i was answering ben from working discord (laughs) okay um so like home style recipe like what's my go-to yeah yeah or like a comfort food or like what do you what do you crave oh comfort food um it used to it used to be chicken Alfredo, but I think my body changed at some point. I'm 33 now. I'm not really feeling like dairy and Alfredo anymore. Kind of whatever. So um, for me, I like making um, Spanish rice and I like grilling chicken and making some kind of vegetable. Does that help? Does that even answer your question? <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. That's great. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I started thinking about food. I've been sitting here for three hours. And it's like all kind of foods popping in my head. I'm like, mm, chicken. <laughs> this is, see, we, we, st- we stopped doing this for a couple weeks and everybody got sad because the, the answers are always so good. Hydra, what about you? My, 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 my go to homebrew. Um, there's one thing that I pull out every once in a while, and I guess this is only going to appeal to people that eat meat, but it is my slow-cooked honey butter pork tenderloin roast. Damn. So it is, I, I buy two pork tenderloins, and I sear them quickly in the frying pan with a, a, a spice rub that's made of like... Uh, cayenne, paprika, uh, thyme, and uh, onion powder and garlic. And then I also, now I make a honey butter sauce. So I take those Ooh. and I throw them in the slow cooker. They're, it's not on yet after they're seared. And then I make this honey butter sauce that is literally what I just said. It's honey. It's like three quarters cup of honey and like a quarter brick of butter. And it's got a whole bunch more spices in it. And you make this on the stove with also, uh, there's, uh, you, you mince a bunch of garlic in there, lots of it. And you make the sauce and then you dump it all on top of the roast in the slow cooker. And you put that on low for like five hours. And when that's done, you take out all of the sauce and you pour it back in a saucepan. You add some cornstarch to thicken it up. And slice up the juicy pork tenderloin that's like the most tender thing you've ever eaten and pour the honey butter sauce drizzle it all over and it's amazing 
Mm, I hope you brought enough to share because uh, <laughs> I'm really hungry so, now. <laughs> yeah, man. Sure. My wife loves it when I make that, and so does my kid. He's like, is that the one with the awesome sauce? Yes. Awesome sauce. Yo, All right. When I throw this uh, Nintendo Switch house party, can you bring <laughs> I can't wait. One of these days, we all got to get together. All right, all right. Yeah. Martian, what about you? What what do you have a what is your home like home cooked comfort food? This is something I make myself. Because mm-hmm. I like I get cravings for like burgers or Taco Bell or something like that. But uh, I think as far as like something that I myself have to put together, the um, the only thing where I'm like uh, just randomly craving it out of nowhere would be like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, like. Every once in a while, I'm just in the mood. Got to get that PB&J on. You know, that's a solid answer. <laughs> it it I, is I really because that. Yeah. I've forgotten the simplicity and the amazingness of a peanut butter and jam sandwich. Like, I remember I didn't couldn't find anything to eat in, in the kitchen. I'm looking, and I'm like, well, I do have peanut butter, jam, and bread. Sure. And I'm like, oh, man, and I've made like two more. i I appreciate that answer and i'm not bsing you because you're on the show because there are times for me myself where i go into these zones like i'm about to tonight into the next two days because i have no work where i just play video games like i'm on this switch all the time and i'm just like oh i'm hungry for food i don't want to do anything so it's easy to take two pieces of bread and just like slap them together (laughs) with the meal Back to games. Let's go. Oh, it's my awesome. God. All right. Wiser words were never spoken, and you heard that on Born to be Wild. <laughs>